0: There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. For instance, number one, you can never have sex.
1: Oh. No, no, no. Big no-no!
0: Big no Dead man. Sex equals death, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. No, the sin factor. It's a Sin, it's an extension of number one. And number three, Never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back. Because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer. You want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back.
2: So there will be no rules for this podcast, unlike Randy. And we we may survive this podcast. I don't know. We we somehow managed to survive episode one. Which in my opinion yeah, went we...
0: quite well. I think it did. I think it was for our first went. episode. It went. It was we some. We managed to keep on track, and we actually got it to an hour and a half, which was pretty spot on. That was a tasty hour and a half. Especially when oh, I was yeah, rendering it was. that,
2: it was down to a one minute, one hour thirty minutes, and that was beautiful. Whoa, that's pretty see,
0: tasty. See how this one goes. This is episode
2: two. Welcome mm. back to the Dreadcast. Yeah, welcome back.
0: We're back. There you go. Yeah, could have been. We I... did episode one and went. Nope.
2: Yes. No, I can't be bothered to do this. I can't be bothered Yeah, it was. It was fun. It was fun at first. It was. Talk about a new film that we both enjoyed, but now we have to go back and watch four other films that yeah, both of us haven't seen all in a long time.
0: Yeah, I I can't actually remember when I, when I last saw Scream or any well to be any of the Scream films. Um, it must it's been well over a decade um, for all of them. Oh well, I mean Scream
2: Four especially came out about a decade ago.
0: Well, yeah, Scream yeah Scream Four was a decade ago. Um, but I I mean I only. I haven't even finished Scream Four as of recording this. I'm still got like 20 minutes left, and I haven't seen the ending. I mean, I know how it ends, but you know. Yeah, I think I think
2: you can probably stop there. To be fair.
0: Yeah. Really? I, yeah, I, yeah. I know. I know who the killers are. I know why they did it, which is in my notes. Which is a one of my. This is a dumb thing to have in a film notes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but we'll we'll get to that when we get to Scream Four. Although we'll I do get have an interesting it. trivia thing, which is linked to Scream Four, which is which was which would have made it a bit better, I think um, a bit. But it also, a bit better, yeah. Well, no, actually, it would have made it a lot better, and it actually links into a theory I had in the first episode.
2: Interesting. All right. Well, we'll get yeah. to that when we get to the the Screen Four section. But for now, we, we're we're yeah. gonna be we're gonna be going through the, f- the Screen franchise, apart from yeah. the one we just uh, reviewed. We're gonna be going through one, two, yeah. three, and four um okay. not so much a review of each film but um just a just just some notes a we took back. That we each took a look back a brief look back of each film what we <clears throat> thought of each film the positives oh, we've
0: seen some more horror films
2: yeah the pros the cons mm. what's good what's bad which is kind of pros and cons but yeah we'll, we'll, we'll yep. just we'll just have a little rough look back yeah. at each one otherwise we will be here for ages uh, hours hours and um nobody needs that for scream three or four you know, no, nobody no, needs that. No. So, uh, well, probably,
0: we'll I'm, in probably fact, I'm going to apologize.
2: I'm going to apologize <laughs> to all the people that are listening to this, this having <laughs> to listen to us talking to about Scream 3 and 4. I apologize oh. now because, um, I mean, I don't we don't want to talk about them, but we have to.
0: No, I mean, I, uh, I applaud that they made them, mm. but mm. they, I can't help but feel like they would. The pro, I think the, the issue with Scream is, is because it's it's not like freddie or jason or michael mm. um the, the issue with scream is it was it intended to be a parody mm-hmm. and of course every film since the first one it's literally been oh those two were the original ghostface killers i'm going to copy them and then in scream three it's like i'm going to copy them I yeah. should cop-. and you eventually like oh just come up with something new but of course Obviously, Scream Five—they do exactly that. Um, they copy the original killers. Yeah. Um, but I—I I feel like Scream Three and Four, they—they, they, that's when they really started losing their their plot. Um. Yeah. But I think it was also around that time that slasher films were slightly declining. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they came back with Scream
2: One in '96. Yep. That was the big oh. resurgence. But it was around that those 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 years where we got. I know what you did last summer, Urban Legend and more, where they all caught on to that.
0: Oh yeah. Um, The teen slasher drop thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, back in the eighties they were, you did have teen slashers. They were teen slashers. Oh yeah. They were all focused on teens being killed. But this was teens at high school. You know, basically Mm -hmm. your horror version of American Pie. Yeah, that's That's, what I was thinking. It's basically what it is. Even though American Pie came out much later. Um, I think it was 99, American yeah. Pie, but uh, it was that quintessential yeah. American high school with a slasher on the loose. But what you were saying about Ghostface, like, I think we, we alluded to it on the last episode how Ghostface, yeah. it's not like Michael, Freddie, or Jason, that no. they are the kid. You know, they are the person under the mask. Ghostface is always a copycat. Oh, yeah. Always a copycat. You can't, but you can't do it any other way. Every film has to no. te- technically be a copycat killer.
0: Yeah. I mean, if they were to turn around and, I don't know, say they did. Scream Six, which you know they might do if my theory uh, is been, correct. It's been greenlit. Oh, has it? Yeah, it oh, got greenlit. I so hope my theory is correct because that that would make a great kind of like film. um But the only way they could make it different is if, and I hope they don't, because it would then go literally into the Jason, Freddy, and Michael, well, whichever Michael you want to follow. <laughs> yeah, which one? Of yeah, the paranormal stuff is you have it so you have a ghost face killer that then just, I don't know, either gets infused in the mask or something, and it's, you know, he just keeps you, coming back. But then again, that's yeah. kind of like a Jason thing.
2: That is the Jason thing where in part six, where they bring him back, he, like, the mask is in theory part of his face. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. and obviously see, I... you see that when he goes to Manhattan, he comes off and he's, yeah. he's just completely a see, zombified I... mutant.
0: Obviously, we're, we're going to talk about Halloween. Oh, eventually. The, the, the sequels down the line, probably nearer to Halloween. Um, my, one of my thoughts about Halloween ends, and I know they're going to do this, and it's going to be a rubbish ending. It's going to be crap. Is They're going to have it, so Michael dies. Someone picks up the mask, and he goes, oh, the spirit of Michael is in the mask. Oh. You're like, oh, oh, no. please!" But don't it has
2: me. to be William Shatner that picks it up.
0: That would be fantastic. He just (laughs) picks up, he's like, oh, that's my face.
2: I recognise this face. So, screen one. I mean, call call me old-fashioned, but we should probably start at one. Probably start there. I mean, controversy, controversial. I know, starting at
0: one, then going to two. We're
2: we're, we're breaking barriers here. We're breaking barriers.
0: We've got to make sure we get the good bits Mm -hmm. out of the way before it then descends to screen three and four. I want to start with one note that I
2: this is not from the film. This is from a bit of research. I mean, granted, okay. if we're doing a screen uh, any sort of uh, retrospective on the franchise, I could literally just have Wikipedia up and we'll just be reading bullet points off. But we can't do that. No. Uh, is that what you've done?
0: Well, no. Oh, I, I'm looking I mean, at you. I, in the I have my second screen. Okay. <laughs> I mean, a it's got the Six Nations fixtures up, but that's that's a different thing. But no, I've got I've got the IMDb pages up. Yeah. So if I need to reference something, I've got those up. Um. Yeah. Because otherwise, style. I. Yeah um that's mainly all i have i don't have wikipedia or like anything up like that um, of course well, i don't... know my
2: stuff of course <laughs> of course we uh, brains are a horror encyclopedia oh yeah but this one i did find out that i had no idea that the original screen script mm. was penned with the title scary movie ah yeah i yeah, had yeah. no idea it was originally called scary movie now can you now obviously we know what scary movie is in my yep, in my opinion parody. scary movie is enjoyable one two one I is great it. one is great two is uh, three foot and mm. whatever and then yeah, they, they started get just getting sick. there were loads of parody films but scream one is a skip scary, scary movie one is a really enjoyable horror parody it is but if it's the words scary movie if you put that over the film that we know as scream it, mm. it it would kill it it would the oh, word scary movie just it sounds comical so it works better for the parody film i i, I could yeah, never I, imagine this being called scary movie
0: I had that in I had that in my notes as well. Um, It's really interesting because if you when you go back and you rewatch Scream, Mm. the amount of times they say the words "scary movie," yeah, I sat there if they if they kept the original name, people like oh it would literally turn into a drinking game. It's like every time they say "scary movie," ah, there you go, take a shot or something. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine people going?
2: You saying to people, "What what is your favorite horror film?" Oh, Exorcist. Oh, mine's uh, Texas Chainsaw. What's yours? Oh, mine's a Scary Movie. <laughs> and and this is in a world where the scary movie parody film doesn't exist. You know, yeah. forget that
0: it doesn't exist. There's, oh, my scary movie! It sounds
2: it sounds ridiculous.
0: Sounds so you know what would have happened is in that alternate universe where Scream would have been known as Scary Movie. Yeah, their, their screenplay guarantee would have been called Scream. They would have changed it, and then when they made Scary Movie, they goes, "Oh, well, we'll call it Scream then." Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite and, comedy film? Oh, Scream. Oh, okay, stab. Would have been called Scream, probably.
2: Oh yeah, what would you have called
0: Stab? Well, maybe maybe
2: kept it a stab because
0: yeah, they stab. get stabbed. <laughs> yeah, they do actually. That is true.
2: Um, yeah, I, I I love that little bit of trivia. A little what what could have been to start this, this this the to, to the resurgence of horror in the nineties. Oh, the resurgence, yes. the big the big resurgence of horror in the nineties could have been called Scary Movie.
0: Oh man. <laughs> oh wow. Oh. That was that would have been something else. That would definitely have been something else. Um, yeah. See, what I what I like literally when I started watching Scream again was the fact that it is so 90s, like from the second it begins. Yeah. You you, you can just feel it oozing late 90s from I'm like the sucker. clothes, yeah. like the phones they had and everything. You're like, oh my God, it's like, yeah, I remember having that kind of fashion. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would, I would have been what? I mean, six or seven at the time. But it was like the flare, like the big jeans, the chains, like the spiked hair. I never left the '90s. Yeah, I mean, I I still (laughs) do that. do wear that stuff. Um, I'm a sucker for it. Yeah, it was just such a better time. Yeah, simpler time. Uh, uh, Yeah, it was a simpler time. Um, But it got me thinking, and when I was watching it, especially Mm. as I as the film goes on, is I was trying to effectively place the genre of
1: -hmm. this film.
0: And actually, it's quite tricky. Well, obviously, you know, the broad term could be it's a horror film. Mm. Um, but when they when they were making it, I don't know who it was one of the Weinstein people. Um, yeah, unfortunately, like the, it was the, the Weinstein Group. Yeah, the M, I think it's the MPAA, whatever they they are, the people that govern uh, stuff. Yeah, they turned around to Wes and said, "Look, you have to cut so much out of this film." Um, and they kept cutting and cutting to the point where Wes, I think he was like, if you cut any more, this film is going to be, this, the film would have been so empty of, like, gore and that lot. No, there's much in it, to be fair. Um, he was like, it would ruin the film. And whichever Weinstein went in, he literally went in, said something, and then the company was like, oh, yeah, keep all the, the gory bits in it. And Wes was like, what did you say to him? went, it's a comedy film. Just watch it as a comedy. And they watched it as a comedy and went, oh, we get it now. You need that in. And so they left all the, the, the bits in. And so if you watch it, the, the genres I got from it was it's a horror film. Yeah. It's a parody film, which it is. Obviously, Yep. Effectively, it's a horror comedy film. It's yeah. Effectively, you could, there's teen drama in there. There's teen romance in there. It's yeah. a coming of age film for a lot of them. Oh, and you're like, time. there's so many genres they smashed into this film. Um, and i think and that just makes it great very well oh yeah they do you watch it and it doesn't the plots of these different things don't kind of jerk you out mm. of the moment you're like no no i it still flows which is nice
2: i think the comedy all part type... of that
0: it can be subtly pointed
2: towards stew matthew Lillard, because yeah, he, it's, it his, is dark I think his his performance oh. as how goofy he is, mm. is, is it's it makes him such a unique character but it it's like I said, it's a subtle kind of comedy. It's not he's not telling jokes or whatnot, but it's his goofiness that adds to it.
0: Yeah, it's the way he can play off saying something very sinister, mm. but the way he did it, you're like, oh, what a harmless. It's kind of like I'd love to be best friends with him. Um, Obviously, like, not it's really.
2: What's the, the end when, when when you get the reveal that Billy and again, we're not reviewing the film. No. Get over it. Get over it. it. It's an old film. Well, we'll we you, may review it in the future when everyone's forgotten about this episode. If it's, which if it's a
0: brand new film, we will we will announce that there may be spoilers. spoilers but <laughs> a films that came out in the nineties, if you haven't seen it by now, um, you know, go see it. It's, it's, go see it. A, go see it. Come back and listen to this, or just accept that you're going to hear a spoiler.
2: Yeah, but when, like, like I was saying, when um Billy and Stuart at the end, they're they're doing mm. they're, they're doing the business of uh, you know, stabbing each other to try Such and make crazy. it look like they're they're uh they're innocent in it when yeah. Stu has been stabbed he's like he's arrested it's like i'm fucking dying here man and then sydney rings him he's like hello did you call the police yeah my dad's yeah. gonna be so pissed <laughs> it's like you're meant to be taking this guy as a fucking serial killer but yeah he's
0: a bit he's so goofy it's quite funny <laughs> it's i must admit i think that was one of the best actors it was he was it it was that moment and he can switch it. He switched yeah. it back so far. It was like he was intense. You know, this murdering psychopath. He's really going for it. And then literally as soon as he realizes that the police are on the way, it's like he becomes just this broken teen. It's like you can see his mind. is like, I've just made a massive mistake. Yeah. And yes, your parents are going to be pissed. But um, probably going to be more than pissed. But I interesting bit is, you know, the so when Billy's on the phone to Sydney. Yeah he's in the script he was supposed to throw the phone towards stew okay but his hands were so slippery with the flake the fake blood he <laughs> threw it and it slipped out of his hand and it walloped um matthew lillard straight on the head and he improvised the line you hit me yes. with the fucking phone you dick yes and they were <laughs> like, like yeah it, just leave it in just leave it in hit me with the phone um, <laughs> but matthew lillard only got the role because he by chance was in the building where they were holding the auditions because he'd Mm. gone with his then partner for an audition that she was doing and he got spotted by the casting director and went he's perfect for stew and he was and that's how we got it it was was literally a chance meeting between the two of them now i have two segues
2: here i'd like to get to speaking of stew which we kind Mm -hmm. of hinted at on the last episode about is stew dead yes now after re-watching this Stu gets really fucked up. Like, oh, I mean, he does. He lo- he you must fit, have like... lost a lot of blood, and he gets a TV put on his head, <laughs> dropped on his head. No, no those are your, That's not a flat screen. That's a hard, hard as hell. Oh, CRT. old school like VCR. Yeah, it's a TV. CRT TV. Yeah. How the hell did he, would he have survived that? I mean, I mean, if Dewey can survive four,
0: four films, yeah, maybe Stu can. Um, the... yeah, I mean that was. That is my, I mean, obviously my theory is when we were discussing Screen Fire was that Stu is alive. Yeah. Um. I think, I still think he is because even Matthew Lillard, even he himself was like, oh no, I, Stu is alive. He's definitely yeah. alive. See, I think my personal thing is, I think he is. I think he's alive. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how he'd be alive. I mean, his face would be crushed or at least very cut up It'd by the insane. glass. would be insane. His face would um, be insane. I mean, I'll, I'll get into the trivia about that when we get to Scream 4, because it links in a bit yeah. more to Scream 4. But I, I hope that they, we do see a return for Stu. At least if he is in Scream 6, they could have it so there's a new ghost face and they can't work it out who it is. So they're like, mm. we have to bring back one of the... Like, oh, we're bringing back someone who was there. It's like, who's that? He goes, oh, we've kept him quiet for 26 years, but he's still alive. And that's yeah. when they reveal that Stu has been kept in like some nut house for 26 years.
2: But the the deal, like you mentioned, about Stu's face being, you know, he glass shattered all over him, oh, yeah. cut up, it, would be dis- destroyed. At the end of Scream, so he would have had to have got the TV off his head while bleeding out, escaped the house, avoided hospitals because that would have been um, pointed out to the police. Like, what the fuck has happened to this guy? Or what there, there needs to be a, a story as to why he suddenly got to the hospital. The police will have to be involved. Mm. Granted, it's a small town and whatnot, but how he managed to do all that and survive and sort of be on the run and be hidden from the world until then this, this point is, that's quite
0: tough. I mean, that'd be one way to do it. Or the other way you could do it is he was still in the house after, because obviously they go in and also the reporter says, oh, we've got the bodies or the, you know, the two ghost face killers are, you know, they were stopped. But could it be that when the paramedics were in and they took the TV off, they were like, oh my God, this guy's still alive and they then take him to hospital but, when, but of course when, when then,
2: sydney said stu was part of uh, i killed billy and i killed stu and they were the killers if, if stu's still alive they would like shit, we got to get him
0: arrested now true that is true i'm sure they'll oh, work yeah. out where to do it but i hope they do if they if I they hope plan they do. to do
2: it, if they plan to bring him back
0: cuz i mean most people of all the characters who want to return they want to see i mean billy re- well, billy returned yeah quite in quite screen quite 5 quite, yeah. um i would love to see stu return cuz it's he's one of the the standout characters from that film. Yeah. Um, oh, I'd love to see him back. It'd be so great. My,
2: um, other, my other segue about you were talking about Stu's role. Yeah. I was finding out about how Courtney Cox got the role. Oh, yeah. So apparently she actually pursued the character of Gail. She wanted oh, okay. it big time. And the reason being was that she wanted it to sort of offset her nice, plucky, positive character in Friends. She wanted that bitch character. To show two yeah. different roles because friends yeah 96 friends have been out for about a year and a half, probably about a year yeah, it would when have been started filming this they probably started. Yeah, i don't God. know when they started filming maybe 95 i would have thought maybe they're only around
0: for 10 they, they finished about 2005 2006 so it must have been around you know, that, that
2: time oh sorry i mean when scream started filming in 95 friends started in 94 oh right so she's probably only been around as monica for about a year yeah and it seems she just wanted that bitch character like the complete opposite end of her character to really really show a different role and I think from watching these these films again, her character is such an arsehole and we'll oh, I'll get into really that in is. 2 and 3 especially in 2 and 3 she just it's just that, yeah. man, she is evil, she is has evil tendencies and she doesn't She's give a even, shit
0: yeah I mean I was when I was watching Scream 4, even then I was like Jesus this is not like the character development for Gale in Scream 4 just seems to go out the window and you're like yeah. she's literally like she knows there's a ghost face she's like this is a big party set up the cameras I'm going to just sit here and watch people die and be like oh there we go money money
2: this yeah money. money for gale which adds um, one thing one one of my big notes for screen 2 I want to discuss which we'll get to
0: ah see I I the other character I found that was interesting looking back was actually billy
2: mm-hmm.
0: is obviously when you when we first meet billy you are kind of like oh he's trying to get some action Uh, He's a bit of a, you know, creeping through someone's window, a bit sleazy. All right. But, you know, it was the 90s. But then very much after he's arrested, potentially for being the killer. Yeah. Like, I found that everything he said from that point on was so damn sinister. Every interaction he had with a character, I was like, okay, you're you're very much the killer. Well, of course, you know he's a killer looking back. But he didn't attempt to hide the fact that he was, well, I'm going to say pissed, but he he just gave off the air of a... Someone you would not want to be alone with in the dark night
2: yeah he he gave away to me the 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 nineties high school uh, teen high yep. school uh, drama uh, jock tendencies to yeah be very very um have a toxic masculinity um, yep. he's way above sydney you know why aren't you doing mm. this for me why aren't you uh, you know giving me what i want you don't trust definitely me. the uh gaslight in her like he gave the that a fancy of many,
0: many a people, probably. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. No, um, he wasn't, he didn't give away, I, away the impression of being a nice guy in general. Like, before no, this happened didn't. as being the boyfriend of Sydney, I can't imagine they had the most loving relationship, stable of, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I must admit, it is an interesting that obviously Sydney, before I think she goes through everything, is very much a you know, a sweet person. Yeah. Um, and then when yeah, when you see Billy, you're like, oh, "Shouldn't you be going for like some sort of more of a rebel chick?" But I guess to be fair, them. it's a parody film, so actually they might be like they've seen it in some other film, gone, "Oh, we're going to take the Mickey out of that."
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: Mm. Um, I think apart from my most of when I look back at Scream, I think that's pretty much most of my notes on that film. Um, okay. it was right I mean, oh, such a great film. Um, it was especially it, I mean... the Randy. Randy's bit in I'm the. I'm glad uh, you said Randy. Oh, Randy! Oh, so, I mean, if they ever did a Randy spin-off, that'd be amazing. So, like, what was Randy up to in this Randy. time? I oh, wanted yeah.
2: to mention about Randy because in, I, the note I took down after watching Scream One, simply needs more Randy. Yes, needs more Randy, and I don't mean Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy had his own show. Yeah, he's a 90 star, but Randy yeah. as a character, I love the horror nerd, and obviously they. Mm. That got done, like the copycat killer, that got done and done and done. Yep. And they did it well with Kirby in Scream 4, but they did it better yeah. with Randy's niece and nephew, Chad and Mindy in Scream 5. But yeah, Randy is such a great character for the horror nerd. Um,
0: especially as you heard in the beginning of this podcast, the rules. The rules yes.
2: speech is fantastic.
0: It's great. Um, Randy is one of those characters that, in effect, he's... It's weird. He's kind of like the viewer, the viewer's representation on screen. Yes. So you've got, I mean, obviously now, by now, you know, most of us, when we watch a horror film, especially if you watch horror films, you know these things. It's like, you know, if there's a bad guy in your town, you don't go anywhere alone. You don't say, I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. You, you follow the rules. Yeah. And but back in those days, obviously when the horror films were kind of coming back and obviously there's a new generation of watchers, Randy was great because he was our voice on camera going right. You know, he's sitting there doing the same thing we probably yeah. do every time we see a horror film, which is like, why on earth are you going into that room alone? You know, when you're yelling at the TV. And he was literally on screen with all these teenagers telling them what not to do. And yeah. yet you're like, you're a dumb teenager in a film. Of course you're going to do it. Um, and then the
2: thing is, he is us, but he is in a fictional world. on t- on, on yeah. We're watching on screen. So then... God, this, this meta stuff is so. It's like it's like talking about hey, time travel, right? Yeah. It's like talking about what would you do in the past, but then would your body? Dis- so he is in a fictional world, but he's basically us talking to these fictional people, saying that don't go in there alone. Yeah. But surely these other teens would know that if they're horror fans as well. Mm, true. Yeah. Especially at, at the end, they're, they're loving. They're, they're they're all horror fans, they're, especially in Scream Two. There's there's horror. There's the oh,
0: horror yeah. film club. A horror club. Um, that is a, I love that scene. Oh, Randy. It's just, I mean, of all the, I would say of all my favorite characters out of Scream would be, Stu is probably the top one. I don't know why, but it's just something about the way that he can switch between his personalities so quickly mm-hmm. that just makes him one of the, he was probably one of the best actors in that film. Yeah, um, I, would, I would agree. Dewey is obviously, Dewey is obviously Dewey. Lovable Dewey, um, who actually I realize this as the films go on, a lot of that trademark, bubbly like as is Gail puts it, that oozy whatever it is, naivety that he had. Yeah. It really goes. It does. And I think when you see him in screen four, he's a lot more not he's a lot more mature, but he's lost a lot of that like bubbliness and he's a bit more like, oh my god, there's another one. Christ, right, we've got to do this again. So I would probably say Stu Dewey. I mean, it's got to be Sydney because Sydney is as a character. Yeah, Niamh, she's...
2: Niamh Campbell as Sydney is. Uh, oh, she's she's just, just so good.
0: I think as well with uh, talking about characters and
2: the the actors, but there, there is a strong, strong, and it's a good, it's a great thing. Strong female presence in this film. Yeah. With Sydney, Gale. Um. Yep. Oh my god, I'm completely, i completely blank. Uh, Sydney's best friend, sure. played by Rose. Oh, McGowan. Tatum. Tatum. Um, um, she gets sister. killed. She gets killed, but she is a strong female character. Like, yeah, she is protect, trying to protect Sydney. Punching Gail, no, she doesn't punch Gail. But she, at the same point where oh, Sydney yeah. punches Gail, she's she's there. It's like, oh. yeah, right on. Yes. There's strong female characters. There's there's no there's none of that. I don't I, I I hate to say, it, but like how are they women used to be portrayed in old films, like yeah, ditzy, running weaker, around. weaker, weaker. Yeah, yeah. And it's so refreshing to see that. Yeah, that stronger female presence in the horror film and yeah she is I think mean, we discussed it in the last one. She is one of the best final girls. How oh, she yeah. fights back like anything.
0: yeah, she really does. I mean she obviously she know, I mean she, her character would know the rules by then, would know it enough to think, you know I know it's some person under this mask." So actually when it comes to it, she's thinking, "You know what, I've done this four times already, or you know whatever hell is, let's just go for it. yeah um yeah, it, it was nice to see all these strong characters and they didn't overpower each other. No, they no, all they're very, very unique. Yeah, um, yeah, I love this film. It was great. It was nice to go back and watch this again.
2: It really was. I, I really enjoyed watching it again. And I mean, the intro alone is iconic in itself. You yes. cast Drew, you cast Drew Barrymore as the main character. You promote her and all the marketing. All the all the marketing. All the the, the trailer yeah. featured her a lot. Yeah, You kill her off in the first yeah. five minutes, and that scene is brutal. When you really dive into it, about. I mean, for me being being an older gentleman now I don't have kids but I can appreciate the fact that if I did have kids I would be I'd be worried leaving them in the house like I would be yeah oh yeah and to see this you would think as a parent to see like oh your your child's at home being harassed by someone you don't know yeah and then suddenly you're on the phone with them while she's being dragged away bleeding to death dying yeah it's God, terrifying yeah. it's absolutely oh, yeah. terrifying and and Drew just gets punked out for the rest of the film oh, <laughs> she did Jesus, it for yeah. five minutes five ten minutes
0: it was yeah and I, I found out she was barefoot in all of her scenes because she hates wearing shoes so when it when they came to film her stuff she's went I'm inside I'm gonna be barefoot and they're like all right if you want I, I did see that's one of the things
2: I don't think I would ever even clock when I watch it like, let me see Drew's feet let me see those th- <laughs> I see them I, she hasn't got her shoes on I see <laughs> her feet
0: <laughs> yeah I think what makes Ghostface terrifying is, it, It's A, it is actually a human. Yeah, not, we've, we've... Not, it's not a, a, a paranormally enhanced being, shall we say.
1: Yeah.
0: It's the fact it could be anyone yeah. under your thing. But it's the fact that the, the one thing I don't like um, is when you think there's someone in your house. And that is terrifying. It's like, I'm in your house, by the way. It's like, no, you're not. It's like, I can, it's like, I am because I can see right now that you're wearing pink socks. If you heard that from someone on the end of the phone, you'd be like, oh my God, they're in my house. They're, they're literally looking at me. And that's when the panic sets in. Especially you in are our
2: thinking, tiny British houses.
0: Yeah, I know. Compared to these <laughs> yeah, exactly. mansions that they can run around in. And I think going back to the, going back to the, the comedy scary movie, yeah. that scene is really funny. When Ghostface is well, the whoever their parody, Ghostface is like, "Oh, where am I?" And it's like, <clears throat> "You're, uh, you're yeah, behind you're the, uh, the the control. curtain." It's like, "How'd you know that? I can see your feet." Uh, oh
2: shit! <laughs> oh, okay, uh, turn, um, me, turn, turn me around, turn around. No, no, no yeah. looking, no cheating, no cheating.
0: Okay, okay. Where are you? I don't know, Mister Killer. Oh. <laughs> He's like under the rug, behind yeah. the, the behind the couch, crouched. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll have to we'll have to, we'll have to cover I think Scary Movie because technically it's a horror. It's a horror comedy. Um, I think we could
2: in the future, yeah. As a light hearted one, yeah.
0: Yeah, as a light hearted, funny episode. As
2: as a um I don't know, I feel like we can we can wrap up screen one.
0: Yeah, I Ooh. think screen one we've but done we've
2: done now. One last thing I did notice. So we just, I just yeah. talked about the intro and how impactful the intro was. Like incredibly impactful there's not many horror films that have that sort of impactful intro. I mean No, not really Ghost Ship. Awful, awful film. Oh. That intro is incredible. Oh. <laughs> just stopped that, in my head. Yeah. You have such an impactful intro, but the ending—it just ends. There's, there's no. Ends. So all the business happens in the house. Billy oh, gets, sc- Billy sorry, get, I thought you meant scream. Sorry, ship. yeah, no, I'm talking about scream. So we kill Billy. Billy is gone. Billy took a big L, keeping that going. Yep, big L. <laughs> yep, he really took um, it. it. We then pan pan to um, dawn. Paramedics, yep. police are yeah, there. Yeah. Every, uh, news. Reports. Everyone's Gail's, outside. Gail's doing her report, and it just ends we don't go to another scene of no. i don't know sydney and dewey talking at the park or some a cafe just saying are you going to be okay sid yeah i think i think i don't know how we're going to get through this but we'll get through this together yeah there's yeah. nothing it just ends
0: yeah it I, is it i is don't know if i like ending. that or not <laughs> plus it didn't follow the trend of uh especially slashes where you're watching, you're like, okay, and then you're like, uh, oh, there's the teaser for the next one. Yes, it, it could be left alone. Yeah. It could be a thing. What I think was great about this is you can either have uh, 96 Scream, and then you could say, oh, well, I'll watch Scream 2 and 3, which was originally the trilogy. Yeah. Or you could say, I'm going to watch Scream, and you could say, oh, well, I'm going to then finish it off with of Scream 5, not watch anything else. And you, you can really say, could say, oh, we followed this stuff or you yeah you just watch it as a standalone be like oh yeah there was someone went out for revenge failed done or you could just watch screen one and screen three
2: and have a great old time
0: yeah I mean you could just watch screen three and four and just ignore the first two I mean if you really wanted to but um no
1: (laughs) no (laughs) don't do that
2: as we we just talked about the intro to screen 1. Yep. We'll discuss the intro to screen 2 cuz that's what we're moving on okay. to. Okay. Um so Jada Pinkett Smith and her boyfriend, I can't remember the actor's name, yeah, yeah. they're going to see stab. Right? Yep. I have okay. a few issues with this. Oh okay. Just Interesting. Getting relaxed, getting relaxed <sighs> to get my rant on. Oh, now, oh, it's a rant is it? Oh, it's it's oh, kind no. of a rant. It's, don't get me wrong, I love screen 2, it's great. It's a great oh, sequel. Yeah. Screen 1 1996, okay? Scream 2, yeah. 97.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: But as far as fictional uh, story-wise, they're set 2 years apart. Yeah, that's right. Now, Gail Webers wrote the book about Scream 1, okay? Yep. That's uh,
0: right.
2: The the events of Screen 1. Yeah. It's got to take quite a while to write a book. Even if you you were there and you can remember everything about it, it's got, you know, you got to get it edited, got to get it published. There's a lot of lot of, a lot of moving in she wrote that book, got it edited, yeah. published. It then got picked up for a film, which means a script would have had to be been written. Actors true. cast, sets designed, everything like that. Marketing for the Stab movie. And it then came yeah. out. All this happened in two years. In yeah. two years. It takes near enough. It can take two years to make a film at times. <laughs> like This all happened That's in two true. years. I just thought about <laughs> that, like... This is so quick. And if she, imagine she started writing the book the next day after the events of Scream
0: One. But I, could you, could that not in fact be an in film joke though? Because if you think you're saying it takes, yeah, because obviously be, making it a film be. takes a while. But if we then look at it, it's like we were just saying just before hmm. we started uh, Scream was released, Scream 96 was released in uh, December 10th, 1996. Scream Two, was December 20th, 1990. No, sorry. Screen was December 20th, 1996. Screen two was December 10th, 1997. So they made a film literally the second after it was released, they were like, make this yeah. film now. So that yeah. could e They, I really hope that's the case that they made the film and they were like, I've got an idea. This in movie stab thing, make it. So yeah, like people like yourself, when they picked up and it, were like there's no way you would make a film that fast. Mm. And also um, the,
2: she, the fact she wrote the book and got it published. I, imagine being sydney at that point
0: oh god yeah
2: i was talking about gail weathers being evil this just doing this alone is pure evil doing something oh, like yeah. that. Pure that. i'm gonna capitalize and make money off your trauma instantly
0: like that not even gonna discuss it with you i'm just gonna do it yep <laughs> i like the fact there's a there's a line in um is it screen Four? yeah there's a line in screen Four. it's when uh the two, uh, like principal, two principles of the Cinema Club, or whatever they're called, um, they're having a chat with Gail. It's like, oh, you know, if we capture the thing, she's like, if I you help me capture them, you know, I'll turn up to your Cinema Club, you know, mm, celebrity, mm. and like, oh yeah, but could you get Sydney? And like, uh, yeah, and it's like you are friends, aren't you? And she doesn't say anything. She just sort of looks at them, and you're like, you're not actually friends, are you? No. I think at that point in time, she's like. Yeah, I'm not really her friend, which is then interesting because they never were. Screen five, they do seem to be quite pally, but at screen four, at that point in time, there's very much a no, I'm not her friend. She does not want me anywhere near her.
2: Throughout the whole franchise, like, apart from screen five, like you said, because I think time has progressed time so far, yeah. they aren't friends. They are no. in the same situation, having to survive with each other. They're, they're oh, not yeah. friends. They're, it's like um, the enemy of my enemy situation yeah, yeah, you know they they have to work together to kill their mutual enemy they're not yeah, friends at it's... all and dewey is the um the catalyst is oh, dewey. dewey is the bridge between
0: them both really yes he is yeah, really? yeah he's very much he's very much uh i almost said cindy there yeah going, yeah cindy and <laughs> sydney i'm gonna get uh, Sydney. good it's not cindy but my tongue was like say cindy. Sydney. go on We've no, been down Cindy. there. Oh my god! <laughs> I think so we need to get so... scary
2: movie out the way.
0: <laughs> yeah. So he, yeah, So Dewey is very much Sydney's friend. Yes. Um. Because he's, also, he's Tatum's he's, brother. Yeah, and he obviously he's in. A, he's, a, he's a somewhat romantically linked to Gail. I keep wanting to say Cindy. It's driving me nuts. Um. <laughs> and yeah, you can see he does get stuck in the middle because it's like, well, who do I pick? My friend or my partner? um but even then that is great like chemistry between them where obviously scream 2 she comes back to the killings and he very much is like of course she would come back yeah. you are always here when these things happen
2: it's like a um, bad juju
0: yeah very much i must admit i did i really did like the opening scene of scream 2 um the cinema i found it interesting because it was like a, a weird commentary on how, like, oddly, as humans, we're, we're somewhat obsessed with tragedy. Mm-hmm. I and gotcha. no, completely. Like, obviously, this is only set two years after these murders. And yet, obviously, you know, they were like based on real events. Yeah. And usually, if you see a film, it's like based on real events. You're like, oh my God, this actually happened to someone. You're, you know, you, your, your normal reaction would be like, this is horrible. Yeah. But in this thing, it's, they are so fanatic, frantic about this killer. And you're like, yeah, that is what humans are like sometimes. They're like, oh, we know it's a real event, but yeah, we just want to see some people getting sliced up here. Yeah, um, that's what baffled which, me about.
2: I think I messaged you when I was watching Scream 4 and I noticed um, there were you pranks. You sent me so quick. many texts when you were watching <laughs> Scream 4. <laughs> there were pranks.
0: I'm half an hour in. <laughs> I'm so boring.
2: <laughs> there were pranks as like putting up ghost face masks around the yeah. town on the anniversary. That's and then right. like you're saying, we're so, we're so mental about this sort of thing. Yeah. They're, they're, they're marketing the ghost face mask to yeah. people, but that's 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 a real life killer in that world.
0: Yeah, in that I mean, pe- town, people, people did are it dressing it at that up. point in time three times.
2: Yeah, the people are dressing up by like that. And going, no, I'm going to stab you, dude. i mean going <laughs> literally were a, a line in the cinema lobby. The two guys are running is, around. I'm going to yeah. stab you, dude. Like, yeah. imagine. I keep going back to it, Fred and Rose West. It's just one of the ones that always picks yeah. my head. I didn't know was that they had, they had an outfit or a mask and what are well, you dressing up as a Halloween this year? Our Fred. Oh, sick. Sick. Oh, He's okay, got a Fred rose West. as well. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah. I can I tell by your mask. It's just morbid.
0: Yeah. It's the whole I mean,
2: theatre.
0: I get, also cause we're in the real world, unless we are in fact a parody film of someone else's world. Um, and also we dress Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, Oh, that funny box thing. That's always in the corner of yeah. my eye. Um, Obviously, you know, as Halloween, you know, we, we would dress up as like Freddy or Jason or whatnot. Yeah. But then we're like, we know they're not real. Yeah. But even then, most slashers are based on like Ed Gein or Ed someone Jean. like that. I was about to go there. And then when you look up them, you're like, oh my God, if this was act, And then you think, Jesus, there are actually people yeah. like this. It, whilst well, you're not, probably not paranormically enhanced, but who have done this level of like depravity. Why would um, I want
2: to go out with a Positive, like attitude, like happy, like, going to a party dressed as someone who actually killed and massacred yeah. people in real. Yeah. Um, let's, let's think of the uh, land of the free, best country in the world, the United States of America. The yeah, um, the horrible tragedy, the Columbine massacre. Right, yeah. The two yeah, school yeah. kids. Yo, dude, we're gonna, me and you. We're going to go to a Halloween party this year dressed as them. Fucked up is that? Yeah. You would,
0: you would. <laughs> like, we would get to the door, and they'd be like. Are you serious? Leave. Yeah. It's like it's oh yeah, but it's, it's Halloween. It's like no, leave. It, it's it's so far. It's yeah yeah. It, it's and, it's mental. But I think that's what I think that's what the opening did so well was it portrayed that that we, that weird mentality mm. that especially well especially younger people who may not be you know world weary or you know it's quite naive may have. Um, but I think that works because obviously Ghostface comes in. And just he just absolutely goes ham on uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's character, mm. and of course everyone around's like, "Oh yeah, it's part of the f- you know, it's yeah, obviously it's obviously someone in a, just a costume thing. It's stabbing it." Yeah. But then obviously there's the girl who gets splattered, and she's like, "Oh, it's like wait, where's this come from?" And That's over true. time, you see them as she's crawling up the step of the the screen steps, and you can just see in their face going, "Oh my god, this, this, this person's real. just been stabbed here. This is real." And there's a great bit where there's a guy that pulls the mask off and he's got this look of horror thing and there's a guy next to him going, yeah! And then you could just see someone like tapping his arm down. And, oh, no, dude, this oh, is shit. real. Like, yeah. This is real. Someone's actually just gone yeah. and been stabbed there. Um, yeah, the open, obviously the knife to through the ear thing. Um, I must admit, I saw that and my next thought was like, I remember when they parried that in Scary Movie 2 or Scary Movie, except it was not a knife. It was something else. God's sake, Scary Movie. <laughs> <laughs> you parried it too well yep yeah, so it only came out three years after scream 2 yeah it did so we're not we're uh, not going to like
2: plot reviews and plot reviews and all that jazz because no, it'll take too long no. but basically summing up Weird. scream 2 scream 2 set two years after as i alluded to a minute ago uh sydney is at university and it's happening yep. again basically so well, she's at college isn't she? yeah. college university whatever they want to call it Some, something in america understand. they have like a, school, a different school for every year. Junior, middle, high. Like, it's
0: ridiculous. Yeah, so, yeah she's in a school, or school high school, college, uni, it, something. It's a, it's a crazy country. Oh, yeah.
2: You, um, you mentioned something about, uh, you wanted to talk about Mrs.
0: Loomis. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Mrs. Loomis uh, is back. Obviously, Billy Loomis is, well, not back. She, wasn't, is, she was never sorry. there. She was never there. She was mentioned in Scream as abandoning her son, Billy. Yeah. Um, and she appears in this film as Debbie Salt. Um, if you look at, so I'll see, Mrs. Loomis is one of the killers. Yep. Um, if you look at her motives for doing so, she is pretty much just a carbon copy of Mrs. Voorhees from Friday the 13th. So yeah. basically... I think considered that. Yeah. yeah. So if you look at the two, so we'll go to the original, which is Friday the 13th, it's Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah. So she kills all the counselors because they effectively killed her son they neglected him they yeah yeah so she wears obviously she wore costume that jason effectively would later Mm. use but in scream mrs loomis does the same thing she wears the same costume as her son copying him yeah she uses the same weapon that her son used basically she is her motives they literally looked at friday the 13th went that put it in scream Mm. which again could be a meta thing they're like oh we're going to reference Friday the 13th. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: and I didn't realize that. I just thought she was just going for revenge, but then when I looked up some research, I was like, no, yeah, they're right. She is literally Mrs. Voorhees.
2: I had never clocked that.
0: That's that's yeah. a fantastic um comparison. she does a great job um when She's she splits and goes nuts. Uh, it's fantastic. Um I
2: guess you could kind of equate that as well to uh, Mrs. Voorhees. I can't I can't remember the final girl's name in Friday the 13th. Do you can you remember?
0: Uh, I should know this, but I So um I don't You can know. find out.
2: Final girl in yeah. final thirteenth, when she's trying to sort of
0: say she's, she's
2: trying to sort of calm down Pamela by talking about Jason.
0: Yeah. Sydney kinda
2: does that by saying, No, Billy, he was a good boy. He was a good like because yep. she first did it and then she says he was fucked up. He was mental in the head and she's like, What did you say about my son? No, he was a good boy. So trying trying to calm her down, get on her Alice. level. Alice. Okay. Alice, there you go. She <laughs> kinda does the same sort of thing. Yeah, she does a bit, doesn't she? Uh, regard, um, we're, talking about the Mrs. Loomis.
0: Yeah. Obviously,
2: she's one of the killers. Mickey is the other. Mickey is played by Timothy Oliphant, oh. who, in, in my opinion, he is the stew factor in this film. He is the goofy, fun, He's a... eccentric character. And he is yeah. part of the, the film club, um, part of the main crew of kids, uh, kids, uh, university students. So he is the other killer, along with Mrs. Loomis. Yeah. But. I was, trying, I was trying to work out, how many people do you think Mrs. Loomis actually killed in this film?
0: She, um, well, it's tricky. I mean, it's always tricky to pin down. She definitely killed Randy. Because think? I think she definitely killed Randy. I think if you look, uh, where is it? I think if you look it up, they do actually break down who potentially did kill who. Yeah, because I was thinking, um, when
2: we were talking about in screen five about who killed Dewey, right? The strength-wise. Yes. Uh, not Pamela, um, but Mrs. Loomis, I, I, I get the feeling she used Mickey to do a lot of the deaths and
0: she just wanted Sydney. Well, that's the but, thing. is when you, when you look at the, the kills, yeah. um, everything, every kill is always... Because obviously, usually there are two serial killers. Mm. So sometimes one of them might use their right hand, one of them might use their left hand.
2: Oh, yes. Now,
0: mm. in screen two, the yeah. killer is always using their right hand. And it is shown that Mickey is right-handed. Mrs. Loomis right. is left-handed. But yes, the Killer she, always she, she uses the right hand. So right. she is responsible so there's only one she's responsible for. Um, and that is Randy. She definitely killed Randy. Because obviously at that point in time, Randy is literally going ham and is literally just taking the is ripping her son to pieces. Your
2: your boy was a psychopathic little mama's boy.
0: <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> it's speculated that she killed uh Phil, the guy from the cinema, stabbing him through the ear. Yep, and it's also rumour. It's potentially that she killed Cece. Um, okay. but the in when she kills, uh, no, actually, yeah, I think she does definitely kill Randy. Yeah, she kills Randy because uh, Mickey at that point in time is with one of them. Um, so when she kills Randy, yeah, if you look at the the reflection that she has in the wing mirror it looks like she's using her left hand because it's, re- it's mirrored. So actually, when she's doing it, she's actually using the right hand, but it gives the impression that it's a different killer. Um,
2: that's, that's a great little thing to pick up yeah. on. I had never noticed that the
0: different... Um, yeah. Uh, the left, different or, left or right-handed, yeah. But yeah, Timothy Oliphant when he, I love he reveals Olyphant. himself to be the, the killer, his speech about the trial, it's and you could just see so that madness good. behind his eyes. Yeah, And I think that's quite clever, because in, obviously, Stu and uh, Billy, I keep forgetting, I keep I say Billy's name wrong. You Stu mean Cindy, Billy right? Was, yeah, Cindy. <laughs> um, Cindy and whoever, Mindy and whatnot. So, in the first one, Billy, it was very much Billy's idea. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I'm getting revenge, and Stu was just the guy that was along for the ride. He was like, She's yeah, alright. She's a weak-minded. Right, yeah. Exactly, a weak-minded person. In Scream 2, Mrs. Loomis is there for revenge, yeah, because she she hates Sydney, even though her son was messed up. Whereas Mickey's just like Mickey's just nuts. He's he's deranged anyway, and to him it was like I'll take the fool. I don't care. Yeah, so he's just along for the ride. Yeah, um, Mickey doesn't really have compared to a lot
2: of these killers. He doesn't really have the biggest motive compared to all no, the film he, killers. He's just
0: he's kind of getting off on it. Oh yeah, he's very he's, much. He's,
2: he's really getting uh, off on it.
0: Yeah, and his speech when he does that, it's like there's going to be a trial. I'm going to be the kid. I'm going to be the biggest thing in this century. He's so and you're excited. Like, he's so excited for it, and you're kind of like, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yep, yeah, okay. Um, you know, when you were talking
2: about in Screen One about the different genres as well. Yeah. Um. About uh, they are horror films, but there's so much then, more. Then, there's, they're also not in my opinion from a big coroner you know how you feel the Mm. same not that
0: scary no they're really not and And actually i i noticed that a lot of the kills are off screen you see Mm. stabbing but you don't actually apart from a few minor um hits Mm. most of it's never shown on screen
2: yeah and with that point in my opinion i think this is one of the, the best jump scares in the franchise, which is Randy's yeah. death, because you just talked about Randy's death. Mm. So again, needed more Randy in this film. It, yeah. it, it's like Poochie. Everyone should be asking, where, where's where's Randy? There should be more Randy. Everyone should yep. be asking when Randy's not on the screen, where is he? And his exactly. death, he, he's doing the speech, he's talking to the ghost killer, and it just comes out of nowhere. He's just talking. He like, where. He just gets dragged into the van. It's not like a, yeah, come get me with the music blurring up.
0: Suddenly, mm. silence, and then bah, jump scare. It just happens. It's I th- a great I mean, jump scare. I think Randy got more screen time in this one. Than yeah, he did more in than the screen. first one. Yeah. Um, there's a great scene where it's after they. Obviously, it's revealed it's uh, it's not the it's the Windsor College murders. I think it's the Windsor College murders, mm-hmm. um, which is the sitting for the second one. It's after Sydney appears at the. Uh, the movie club, the horror movie, the, the movie club, yeah. Um, bit where they're all talking about how sequels are terrible, yes. And I yes. thought that was fantastic. That's a because, great scene. I mean, with especially with horror films, you usually don't get much better than the second, the first film, yeah. Um, and he leaves the he leaves with Sydney and he puts on a British accent, a really well, a terrible British accent. He does, he does, and he was only supposed to do it for like a line. But for some daft reason, he just kept saying the stuff in his weird accent. Comedian. They kept it in, and afterwards they were like, "Why'd you do that?" He went, "I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know why I did that." <laughs> He's like, "I don't know why they've done that," and they're like, "All right, let's, let's just leave it in there, fine." I can't remember the the actual line that he says, but his British
2: accent is, co- is very Cockney. Oh, his his very stereotypical Cockney, yeah. Cockney British accent is it's played it's played for laughs.
0: Like is, we, yeah. We're talking
2: about a killer coming back hunting for Sydney, and He's just like, I don't know, Sid. <laughs> I don't know what they're
0: doing there. It's just, it's just a movie. The, um, the, flip,
2: the flip between, like you said, the, the, the genres, just subtly.
0: It works got, so he's, well. He's got that swag walk. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, just popping his shoulders up and down. You're like, oh, yeah. he's, he's just loving this, isn't
2: he? Or when Randy does die, like while he's being massacred in the van, you know, oh. He's he's they're, they're trying to find the killer. Randy's on the phone, yeah. and then suddenly get dragged into the killer. He's getting attacked, he's gets stabbed. But while this is happening, three guys on the boombox dancing just walk by, <laughs> like, mm.
0: yeah yep, yep, just to uh, just
2: to hide the noise. Uh, like, okay, this guy's getting brutally I, massacred, and we're like, oh, this is this is just to
0: cover it up. I must admit, it's it's obviously you know it's Rand you know Randy's. I think it's probably safe to say Randy's probably one of our favorite characters of this this franchise yeah completely but he's got he even when he's being murdered he's still being randy and all you could hear is. from his fan is Ooh, uh, oh, oh, oh it's oh, a oh. it's a very randy death <laughs> isn't it because <laughs> most people when they they get killed it's like oh, it's horrible but he's just like oh ow, oh yeah and like you just sit there going he they must have just been laughing their asses off listening to this bloke in this van they're like just leave it in it's randy it's fine yeah. oh this, this so film in good. particular, um,
2: this this is the one that felt like the, we're now at the point we're 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 like in the same sort of universe as uh, I mentioned before, Urban Legend. I know yeah. what you did last summer because the actors cross over. So you've mm, got you've got two actors from here, uh, Joshua Jackson, ja- jo- Joshua Jackson, who was in Dawson's Creek. He's in yep. this, and uh, Rebecca Gayhart. They are both in Urban Legend. Have you seen Urban Legend?
0: Uh, I don't think no, at the I same I have. point
2: where the killer kills people in like by like other. I believe urban I've legends. heard of it though, and they're in that, urban but it's around the exact same time. And uh, Rebecca Gayhart played one of the sorority sisters in Scream Two. There were two, oh, okay. two, two of him, But then you've also got um, Buffy, who is Cece Sarah Michelle yep. Geller. She is in. Uh, I know um, what you did last summer. summer. So it all yep. feels they all kind of feel like in the same universe but they're not anyway it's just because it's the same actors in that same also, era
0: um we forgot to mention this completely about screen one is the caretaker in screen one. Oh, fred it's it's fred and he's dressed as freddy krueger yep um and i'm surprised we didn't even notice that but there you go um yep i yeah i think i must admit in terms of like horror film sequels i would say that scream 2 is probably one of the only ones that you could probably put near to the same level as the first agreed agreed and i think they did it well because they saw what worked with scream went tell you what do that just do that yeah don't change the formula just do that again and then also make a little little twist yeah Yeah. and i think they did it really well um i'm trying to think what was what my breakout scene of that that film is and i oh i I think for me it's probably the sequel talk i think that was great as in, 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 in the classroom. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like great name thing. a sequel that does well, and they're like, "There's none." It's, and then, of course, you get like the Godfather Part Two. There are uh, uh, oh, Strikes Aliens. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. So there are a few, but yeah, Scream Two is probably up there with it. Um, of course, you've also got Stab, the movie within <laughs> Scream Two. Yeah. Which, ah, oh, I like the fact that they copied it. They literally. Recreated all the like some of the scenes from the first film, and yeah, they made it slightly cheesier
1: mm-hmm.
0: than the original. Because it's when do, um, do you mean
2: um, uh, the actual stab film, like with Heather Graham playing? Yeah, Drew, Drew. Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Especially I'm the Billy so Sydney scene where he's like, <laughs> back goes oh Sydney wasn't us, oh, so stupid oh." And I was like, they've <laughs> even made sure that it's not as good as the original, and I just loved it. They dumbed it down and made it even more goofier. They really did. Oh, that was it. I remember what I was going to say now. So there's a bit near the end mm. where obviously the big reveals happened. Um, we've got past that weird theater bit. Oh, my God. thing. Of that. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of revealing their like how they met each other. And I think Mrs. Loomis says, oh, I found Mickey on the psychopaths. Anonymous online group. And if you remember in Screen Five, it's like it oh, yep. goes, "Oh, we met on the Psychopaths yep. online Yep. And I was, I sat when I heard that, I was I like, that "That's myself. what it was referencing." There we go. Back when oh. they probably were on AOL. Yeah. Oh man, AOL or Bing or something. Ask yep. Jeeves. On dial-up, we met. We oh. met on the dial-up Look, forum. Dial-up.
2: As far oh. as the, the theater performance bit, which we well, had, you had two oh. theater performance segments. You had the bit with yep. um, Sydney. Uh, Who's Cassandra? No, it's Cassandra what she was playing, wasn't she? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I do you meant another character yeah, some like, random si- crack, like Cindy. Cassandra. You had two scenes with that. You had the first one where um, Sydney is, they're like rehearsing. Yeah. And then the other one was the fraternity bit where they, they captured Derek. Speaking of he Derek, is, side I, note, I thought Derek was an awful character, her boyfriend. I he's didn't not like him.
0: really needed, is he?
2: No, he's not needed. But the fraternity like capture him. I, fraternities suck i hate the idea of hazing them fraternities it's just awful it's i mean thankfully it's really an american
0: thing it's not really over yeah. here hopefully it's not a bit well it probably is i don't know i
2: don't remember at uni and thankfully thankfully i don't remember or ever seeing it but um yeah th- those scenes are to me probably the weakest of the film the the, the anything yeah. that's happening in the theater apart from like mickey speech and the end bit with yeah mrs loomis
0: Actually, technically, you can add musical to the genre list because um, Derek does that. Odd, oh my god, that, I forgot that about that, that song and dance in the cafeteria. And I kid you not, all right. I'm uh, just a tidbit of advice. Never, never put if you've got a partner who doesn't like big public things. Never put them on the spot like that because they might be like, "Ah, oh, yeah," but inside they're like, "You wait till you get home because I'm gonna rip you to pieces." And it, See- you could just tell it was. I mean, it was awkward to watch. And even then you could probably ju- you could just see Sydney's face is like, oh, my God, please stop. Please stop. Just
2: oh. I knew um, it was coming. I knew it was coming uh, when I was going to wa- when I was watching it and I skipped it. So just before you oh brought my... it up, it wasn't even in my head. You, you, now you've just mentioned it. I've just remembered. And now I'm sad. I know. <laughs> I'm sad
0: I, now. I didn't. I, I didn't. I, did, I, did, I couldn't skip it. I was like, I have to see it. And think, but it was interesting. There's a lot of stuff in screen, too, that when I went back to watch it a second time, I was like, I just totally forgot about that. Completely yeah. missed it. I think that's good when you do a retrospective because you can be like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that."
2: And thankfully, I forgot about it and I blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to just end on the Cotton's character. Oh uh, yeah the, the the falsely accused. Well, that the we kind of know falsely accused. Uh, yeah. Killer of Sydney's mum. He, I like his portrayal. Uh, Lee Lee Schreiber. Lee own, Schreiber, very, yeah, very weird name. But, I love his his um, his portrayal of Cotton, and towards the end, where he's like, it was like the standoff, the Mexican standoff, where Missus awesome, Loomis has got Sydney in the hold with a knife to her neck, and Cotton's like, yeah. who, should, who should I? Who should I help? Who should I kill? And he's all what's going through his mind for that whole time is what the fuck's going on? What the fuck should I do? Why am I here? What is going on? He's yeah, fantastic. I, I
0: he's found doing that all was... he
2: can to prove his innocence, but at the same time. He's not coming across very well
0: throughout the whole film, He'll, trying to prove his innocence. I noticed that he doesn't really raise his voice. No, he's I told very monotonous very, very like tone, controlled, yeah. like tone, to the point where you're like, okay, I can see why they're they're kind of like pointing at him to be the killer. Yeah, but yeah, he's very controlled. Um, you can see he's obviously he's, he wants an interview with Sydney, but he never gets it, and you can see that he's in the back of his mind. It's like, just give me the goddamn interview. Which yeah. is when it leads to the standoff, and it's like, oh, yeah, oh, oh. And I must have been watching back a second time, and I was like, wait, does he shoot her or what? I was like, no, she's obviously still alive, but I was like, I can't remember how, this ha- how it gets out of this. Mm. Um, of course, we'll see Cotton in Scream 3, but you know, that's, that's Screen briefly. 3. Briefly. Briefly. Uh, briefly, yeah, briefly. Brief, very briefly, which uh, will probably
2: be a very brief talk about.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess we better get to it.
2: So before we get into you know the hidden gems of the the franchise Scream 3 and 4 I just want to yeah. I just want to read yeah yeah nah. I just want to read the blurb the blurb on the back of my Scream VHS box Yeah um, it's a re-release from 97 it's not uh, the 96 release but it's it's classic enough cuz I just noticed something on the back here that um you probably won't get nowadays Nope so this definitely not critically acclaimed as the definitive horror film of the 90s from the master of genre Wes Craven now that's talking to the past tense like it's already happened uh, yeah. scream will terrify you beyond belief here we go the residents of a picturesque small town including sexy stars Drew Barrymore oh, Courtney Cox and Neve Campbell sexy they're oh. sexy stars i'm not ad-libbing that's what it says right here oh no <laughs> Are being victimized by a sly psycho with a twisted love for scary movies as this masked predator continues to mimic horror films
0: well not really uh, not really no I, d-
2: I don't think really there is much mimicking the film going on. There.
0: mimics well the film parodies certain horror films yeah or tropes shall we say uh,
2: yes uh horror films with real life acts of terror it becomes clear that solving this mystery is going to be murder <laughs> <laughs> An instant favorite with audiences for its unique style and edgy humor. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. This chilling, one-of-a-kind thriller will make you laugh until you
0: dot 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 scream. Ugh.
2: so See so there got, we they go. Got,
0: they got some of it right. Um. Yeah. Apart from putting sexy stars and sexy.
2: Um, and
0: it didn't. Even, but it just uh, sexy stars.
2: Right. It didn't say male or female, but it only no. listed the female characters. Yeah.
0: If they just went filled with sexy stars and left it, you'd be like, okay, you, you could say that's everyone then. But the fact that you then reference the main three filmier characters, you're like, ooh, sexy stars mm. including
2: David Arquette, Ra- um, Jamie Kennedy, and Skeet uh, Ulrich.
0: Skeet Ulrich, yeah, <laughs> sexy stars. Oh,
2: yeah, I just wanted to point that out before we got on. I just noticed that, and I thought that was they, they, they could hope...
0: get away with a lot more in their 90s than they can now. And hopefully, in the
2: future, if we ever end up doing our uh, video podcasts which yeah, i think that's true. will do um you'll be able to see the lovely that i'm the lovely vhs lovely cover. Tape that i'm holding yeah. up right now that you can't see but just imagine yeah. it listeners just imagine it it's, a, a,
0: it's a let's it's audio beautiful. describe it it's a What is it? it's a classic vhs tape it's box pl- you know white cover box. yeah plastic box it's got drew barrymore on the front yeah. um Courtney cox on the side on the spine Courtney cox on the side yep yeah. it's uh i mean it's a it's a VHS tape. I mean, sexy stars on the back. It is. Oh, they, there's the sexy stars. Yep. <laughs> Who's, it? Who's the person above it? Is that Drew Barrymore? Yeah, there, there she is. Yeah. Oh, they, oh, God. Yeah, she looks terrified. But she's sexy. But she's sexy. Let's, let's not she's forget sexy, that. What doing. No. It's a
2: sexy film, T. It's a t- sexy film. Exactly. Sexy film. Do you know what's what? not a sexy
0: film? What's that?
2: Scream Free. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. Yeah, no. Definitely not. Yeah, just choke on my tea as I drink that. Oh, boy. Oh, man. No, Screen... Through, I mean, I didn't even rewatch it because I, I remembered what happened in it. And I remember... I mean, I think the problem is, is it's so... It's really quite confusing as to what on earth is going on in this film.
2: It is. It is a bit, yeah.
0: Because, I mean, this this came out... This was uh, 2000? Yeah, 2000. It was... You knew that it was going to parody certain films. Obviously. Obviously, yeah. And then, of course, we had the build-up. It's like, oh, you've got the stab films within the Screen films. Yeah. Which, interestingly enough... When you when we're first introduced to Hollywood or L.A., they're making or they've just released Stab Three. Yes, yeah, so no, we've gone making past Stab Three. Sorry. Yeah, we've gone we've past Stab, stab 2.
2: 2. We haven't seen stab 3. it.
0: Though. Yeah, no. And of course, they're making it, but of course, it's it's the first stab film that's not based on any actual mm-hmm. real life, shall we say, air quotations, yeah. um, events. Ah, oh, this. Yeah, I think the problem. I think the issue I had with this was you're watching a screen film that is parodying a film, but they're like, "Oh, let's make the plot of this film about a film the a film that doesn't exist within yeah parodying a film within a film about a film that doesn't exist going yeah. wrong that's going to inspire another film." Yeah, and at that point in time, I think, okay, you're really really confusing here. Yeah, um,
2: it's the loop that just keeps getting confusing. Like, so we're doing that, but we're doing this, and we're doing that, but we're doing yeah. that. it's, 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 it's weird because too convoluted.
0: Yeah, because stab three. I think the pr- the plot of it was they're returning to Woodsboro. So you've got all the original settings from the like the classic film, and then it it just goes I don't know it just goes sideways so badly. That's what
2: that's one Um, thing that bothered me with. uh, So like you said, it's they're they're working on Stab Three. They've got new characters played by actors in the film, um, who are your cast. So the cast of your film are the actors playing the new characters in Stab Three.
0: Yeah, that's right.
2: And as you said about the sets, they've got the Woodsboro, the houses all set up as they were, but they've got the detail somehow down to a T, like Sydney's room. Apparently, apparently Sydney has told them how her room was. Her TV was there. Like she had these books up. It's down to, this is around the point where um, Sydney is back uh, around. She gets chased around the set by whoever Ghostface is, And she's running around her old house or the old, old house and make like, a house yeah um no, it is no actually it's actually Sydney's house because house. It's, yeah. it's, it's her Sydney's, room yeah. but how do they how do they know how exact her room looked
0: yeah I it's too I, much yeah.
2: they they just went to like I said convoluted it, it was a bit there was too much into it they think they, they made it over
0: complicated they went yeah they went a bit too meta mm. I think just don't like talking about this. Because you really didn't like just, this, did you? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even rewatch it because I just thought it was so bad. Um, it was. And the thing is, um, I looked. I mean, I I will admit, I didn't watch this film again. I just looked. I just read what happened. Yeah. And I kid you not, if you go on the IMDb pages for Scream, Scream Two, and Scream Four, like Scream Two and 4 Scream One, Two and Four. Yeah. It's it's not a massive chunky bit of um like plot summary. You go on Scream Three. This thing's like a full on university essay yeah it went on so long i was like i'm getting bored reading this um and i sat there goes if they've crammed all of this in one film i'm like it's no wonder this was the second lowest grossing film of the franchise yeah um
2: Um, and as we as we did our homework for watching all these back i i actually did i did scream for first because yeah you did i had i started watching it my work break at lunch um sorry my work break at lunch my lunch break at work and um <laughs> it was only because it was the ease it was on netflix so i just i popped it on yeah like, right i'll take yeah, this exactly. off and the other films i acquired through other means yep uh thank you private internet access vpn <laughs> um so i watched screen four and now Scream three was the last one i watched and i hadn't seen them in so long i think i prefer screen four to screen three now i think screen three is at the bottom tier this film is i could imagine it's it. a mess it's a mess
0: Oh, that's yeah. what, it's, that's it's the way terrible. to describe it. It's a mess. Um,
2: and we one well the one the one unique thing. I don't know if it's unique. There's only one yeah. killer. Uh it's only Ro, it's Roman. It's the director. It's, it's the no. director, and it is. I may be wrong, really? but I'm I I mean I watched it a couple of hours ago. <laughs> well, yeah, you did actually you're this. probably right. It was only Roman and he's just he he has the same sort of uh same kind of mentality as billy like he's just a yeah
0: and he won oh well that is unique then yeah usually there's if, two
2: it, yeah it feels a bit like a stretch to to make him the killer like they did in Scream screen for it being sydney's It's like who can we who can we make oh it's like her oh. stepbrother or whatever it's half brother yeah I... her, it felt desperate um yeah also, i i could kind of tell even though i knew the killer i could watching yeah. it i could tell he was going to be involved
0: yeah, I mean, I, I can't remember when I first saw this film. It was it was, it was a few years ago that I probably watched it. Mm. And when it was revealed that it's, it's at the end, it's like, oh, I'm your half-brother and, and your I'm mom. pissed that your, your mum didn't say I was a son, so I've yeah. decided I'm going to come back, punish you all, murder everyone. Because um, he's, he's, he says, oh, you know, it's, it was me all along tugging the strings of the first two events yeah. of the first two films. There is no way no. you were masterminding all of that. For years. For, For years. For years, yeah. For years, yeah. Because at this point in time, it's been, so it was what? So the first one was 19. And this is real time, by the way. These films come out in real time. Yeah. Um, as referenced in screen five. So it would have been, so there was an 11 year gap between screen four and screen three. And then there was three years, four years before that. So for 14 years, you're like, you were pulling the strings for 14 years. It's like, I highly doubt it. And then also at the same time, you're like, if you really wanted her dead, why not just do it straight away? Go do it. Um, yeah just go do it and that's <laughs> that's what i really got really annoyed about screen 3 and 4 actually was one of my notes was after i was trying to get through the end of screen 3 and 4 their their plots are slightly unique because that's the first one where it's it's about sydney so the yeah. first one and two it's not really about sydney it's about well, her mother's actions mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. that caused well okay it's like two a chain. Is maybe about sydney but it caused the chain yeah but scream three, it's like, oh yeah, I, I just want you dead, and it's I was all like, all about her, yeah. So just kill her then. Yeah, it's like I don't understand why you're murdering loads of people if you just want her
2: dead. I mean, I mean, the only argument against that is that she did not technically on the run; she went into hiding, and she was oh, under yeah, a different. Point. She was under a different name, and Dewey even states that someone, I can't remember who it was, someone had tried to get her details from the police records, and Dewey. Got rid of them, so no one could get them. Oh yeah, yeah. But somehow they Roman still found out. But fourteen years, this that's you. It just took you fourteen years. Mm. No, yeah. wait, is it fourteen years? No, no. no, no it's at it's that point in four time, years. It would only four years. Four. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's a long time. Um, um Yeah, no,
0: yeah, it's not been fourteen years. That's screen four, so that would have been that. Yeah, no, four yeah. years at that point yeah, in time. Yeah, it's still a long time. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's interesting we... you say that because at the start of screen three. Obviously, we find Cotton, yeah, and Cotton gets attacked by Ghostface because Ghostface wants to know where Sydney is, mm. and apparently, it's implied that Cotton knows where she is. Yes, And I was it is. like, "It's if no one, if no one apart from Dewey knows where she is." I was like, "How on earth does he know where she is?"
2: Yeah, and why go for him?
0: Yeah, because he obviously, obviously, he's now fam- he's some famous talk show host. Mm. I think to be fair, they're just like, "Oh, we need to kill off some of the original characters." so here you go yeah let's get
2: rid of cotton you can't even use the excuse that like oh cotton of it killed roman's mum, maureen so that's why i want to kill cotton it. because he didn't he was in scream 2 he was exonerated of yeah. all that he didn't kill her so i yeah i didn't really get that it, i think no. it was just a way to get another um intense opening scene it was like the yeah, thing probably. for Scream. we have to get a good opening scene as we were talking about like characters from the other two how. There's quite a lot of likable characters, Randy, Stu, Mickey. Oh yeah. Um, there's Tatum's all right. Like there's a there's Tatum's quite a good, all right. She's characters. quite quirky. I like her. Scream free. No one's that likable at all. I be- no. I even, I watched it this morning. I barely remember the names of half of them.
0: You've the I would say the only three obviously the only three memorable characters you have are your legacy characters which yes. is yeah. uh Gale, Sydney, Dewey, uh, Randy who does appear as He's a video. Who appears video. Um, obviously you've got the voice of Ghostface, who technically you could say is a legacy character mm. um but yeah, I mean I'm looking at the cast list and i th- I just don't remember half of these characters um so, and I think the problem with that is is because you're watching a, you're watching an actress play an actress
1: in a it, film, uh, and you're it. like
0: i don't i don't you're you're pretending to be someone else where While that character is screen yeah. yeah it's it's too much. And, uh, yeah it really was this one was just so while yeah. trying to
2: integrate a story from two other films into that
0: yeah like it's just i, I think the problem i mean my view is that Scream one and two did it so well yeah they had because it was it was like oh we've done a brand new slasher thing fantastic yeah and then they're like oh we'll parody the sequel because there's always a sequel and then screen three and four, they were kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, now we're kind of stuck. Yeah. And then it's literally like you said, uh, just make up something. Something. And again, anything. they were like, oh, yeah, your half brother. It's like oh, yeah, okay, yeah, let's right. just
2: try and fill it. How can we fill this? How how can we just get a killer yeah. in? Yeah. The cheapest possible um, way. Or, um, well, I, a few I, things I I noticed about it. Um, you just mentioned about how you know, the voice is back. The Ghostface killer uh, oh, voice yeah. is back. Uh, Roger Jackson, the voice. Roger back. L. Jackson, yeah. Now. This is a bit more later on than screen one and two, but voice modulation. Yeah. That technology, how the hell are they getting their hands on this type of technology? Whereas even today, that is advanced that's still tech. advanced tech to this day's standards, where they have it in this little little pocket, little pocket mechanism. They can just click it, they've got a different voice. Screen three, they have everyone's voice on it. At click of oh, a button, yeah. you can change to Dewey's voice, you can change to Cotton's voice. It's so advanced. Did they yeah. pick it up at Walmart or Best Buy,
0: like it's it baffled I me suppose- how they just got their hands on that. Again, looking at the meta, I obviously they're disguising their voice. Actually, no, that's not meta anything, because most of the slashes that we come to know, they don't have another voice. They just no, have their no, voice. No. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think most people picked up on that. It's yeah, you have a voice changer that, like you said. Has everyone's voice, you're like, yeah, it, it's that's mental. so advanced. That would, I mean, we don't even have that now. No, but well, we I, do. I but, can't just go out and get one of them. No.
2: So I just want to know where did they get it from? Where did that little mechanism come from?
0: I think it's interesting the fact that they all had the same voice. um yeah, that, which is, where,
2: whose voice is that?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like they sat there and they were like, oh, uh, we've picked up this random voice changer, it's got this voice on it. And then the next two killers, we, let's because bear in mind, Ghostface only speaks to people over the phone. Yeah, he never speaks in person, or apart from an, an odd few. So the next load of killers would have been like, okay, we need a we need a voice. What do we sound like? Goes, oh, I found this voice changer. It's the exact same voice. Maybe it's a, a default AI voice in the in the, in the mechanism
2: itself. But then, yeah, think about default AI voices now. You, you may have seen on TikToks or just on your computer. I, I'm not into TikTok. I'm using this as an example. Okay. It's yep. popular with the kids. <laughs> not that they should be listening to this. So default AI voices like on that, or even on your computer, then your text uh, speech, text to speech. Yeah, text to speech. It's like a it's like a Stephen Hawking. Okay, it's like a better oh, yeah, uh, a more advanced is. Stephen Hawking voice. This 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 um voice modulation machine is clear as day. It is like someone oh, yeah. is talking to you. I, it's baffling. Absolutely baffling. I'd love to know the theory of where this little mechanism comes from where they got it from i know how the hell it... did billy and stew get it fine roman he's a hollywood director billy and stew for god's sake
0: <laughs> at least i mean i'm looking up the vo- i literally typed in voice changer there's a page dedicated to the voice changer on the scream like really? uh, the thing at least in obviously we're not going to cover the screen tv series because it's not really canon and it yeah. wasn't too good but at least in there one of the killers says, Oh, it's an app that can change your voice. And of course, because that's set quite modern, app. I was like, okay, that could get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, back in early two thousands. Ninety six. I mean we we were still using dial up tones then.
2: Yeah. Billion Stuart um, I love it with ninety six. Yeah. So, yeah I, uh, I had a few issues. With this film. <laughs> Just a few issues with this film.
0: And that is one of them. I would I mean I found that my thoughts of this film is it's and i think i it got shared by quite a lot of people who watch this it's the first film in the franchise where you it's you you see that sequelitis actually yes. kicks in yeah and then you sit then you're watching you're like i'm actually just watching the same film now again yeah and it's it's that it's slightly funny it's the fact that you like it started off as a parody film parodying horror films and when you watch Scream 3 and 4, you're like, I'm sorry, but you're now at, you're a parody film that's now parodying yourself. You didn't know when and, to quit. Yeah, exactly. They should have, I mean, they should, uh, Scream 3 was supposed to be the last one. Yeah. Well, Even on the poster, yeah. it's like, this is the last one. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, they brought it back 11 years later and it's, you were like, you should have just left it, just let it die. Yeah. Um, Which I'm now glad, I'm, I'm weirdly glad they brought it back now because it worked. Yeah, Screen Five works. It worked so well. Obviously, there were some issues that we covered in the first episode, yeah. but it was so much better than the last two sequels. Um I've well, f- just noticed that Jay and Silent Bob were in this film. Yep,
2: little cameo. That's how goofy it was. They because they were on the Hollywood. They were on the sets. Oh, oh of course
0: they were, weren't they? And, that, and oh, they were no. of the
2: era. They were of the oh, era. They had to get a little cameo
0: in. God, um, that's bad. But I, I, I know think... that. Sorry. I know that Carrie Fisher was in this. That was one of my points. She yeah. was, and she yeah. states
2: that she was so close to getting the Princess Leia part. Yeah, but because she was called
0: Carrie Fisher in it. No, because she was playing a Carrie Fisher lookalike, wasn't she? Um, I know that because obviously this film has got reexamined post, I think, 2017. Um, because obviously one of the makes of this was um Bob Weinstein. Yeah, who is you know now disgraced in the industry. That's part of and... Weinstein. Oh, Harvey Weinstein, not Bob. Yeah, sorry, Bob Weinstein was the guy I was thinking of in the first film who said it was a yep. comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah, Harvey Weinstein, sorry. And actually, that's a lot of people when they rewatched it after he was found guilty were like, there are so many references to quite weird, like dirty subjects in the Hollywood film industry. It was like a lot of the female characters are like, oh yeah, I got this job because I slept with the director. And there's even, the, even Carrie Fisher's like, yeah, I didn't get it because she slept with him. And you're just sitting there going, yeah, when you look at it back, you're like, there is so much of it in this film that you can't you're sitting there going, Yeah, uh, yeah, that was ugh, a bad sleazy. time. That was a bad a time. Sleazy, yeah, yeah, Ooh. a bit sleazy.
2: Ooh, the back of that um, now. All these sexy stars, you know. Oh god.
0: Yeah, yeah, I bet I bet he wrote that blurb on the back, probably. He might have done, yeah. Unless uh, well, yeah. Someone someone wasn't checked when they wrote that. No. Um was <laughs> it mentioned?
2: mentioned earlier about how a bit
0: of continuity with
2: gail being progressively more and more just evil and just not a nice yeah. person oh yeah of course but, i mean at the same time she's not friends with sydney but no. she she will help to survive if need be she, yeah she's she'll tone the
0: evil down on that part when she trying doesn't to have much development in these films does she she's no i mean she comes in to do a story she gets targeted she helps sydney you get to the next film she comes to do a story. She gets targeted. She helps Sydney. Yeah. And then she just does it again and again and again.
2: Yeah. And in this one, her and Dewey they meet up again. Dewey yep. is weirdly with the actress who will be playing Gale in stab free. Oh, he is. And he is he? so under the thumb and such. He's a loser in this. He's, he's, he's quite even whipped, more of a loser. He? And there are moments that show he's a loser. I mean, he he's doofy, but he's even more doofy in this. There's a oh, line no. where, gail even says to him uh, like she basically gave up on looking after dewey after the events of scream 2 because every day felt like dog years looking after him she just couldn't Whoa. she just she was like oh i just Whoa. can't remember this it's just that's, that's, that's just harsh it's horrible it's harsh a oh, man has dewey. done all he could to catch a killer twice and yeah
0: this i mean is how he gets treated his back is a mess. I mean, his he always back, got stabbed his, in the back. His nerve um, damage. Yeah, the severed nerve, the limp. The thing oh. with him,
2: him sort of being a loser. There was a scene in the house towards at the end, the big mansion, that this just. Yeah. I, di- I did. I did the table flip, arms in the air. At this point, this oh was really? The dumbest point in the film, in my opinion. Ghostface down the bottom of the basement stairs with Gale. Yep. Stew- De- Stewie. Dewey opens the door to the basement, aims the gun at Ghostface, click, click, no bullets. It's like, oh shit, Ghostface, throws the knife, the knife yeah. spins, and the butt of the knife hits Dewey on the forehead, It does, and he it? falls down the stairs. I... Oh.
0: oh my word, my god. I was done. There's a bit... Hands in the There's... air, table flip. There's a bit like that in screen four, which we'll get to, I'm sure, in a second
2: yeah there's there's silliness in horror films that can work and then there's just pure silliness that is like come on come on yeah he he, this is roman obviously there was no other killers but to be able to throw a knife that accurate with the butt hitting directly in the center of his forehead yeah and dewey not even just going just quick sidestep just he's throwing something at me if you get thrown something at you maybe dodge 10 15 away because that's about how far it was you yeah. have the time to quickly dodge. Oh, yeah. Just quickly, split second, just, oh, what was that? Someone threw a ball at me. Oh, shit, I'm just going to dodge. Yeah, it, it, That baffled me. That was just so bad. <laughs> so bad. And one more point. I know I'm going off on this a bit, but we have to go off on this film.
0: That's all right. Yeah, I There's, think that was guaranteed.
2: It's actually my last point of this film. So yeah. Roman, the director of Stab Free, is the killer, okay? Yeah. We, we know that because we've watched it and we've watched it before. If you're watching this for the first time, you don't know who the killer is you can kind of assume you kind of guess maybe it is roman there's a scene where roman goes down to the basement of um bishop from alien he's in it um oh wow he's in uh bishop's mansion and in the bottom there the basement there are props for all these horror films that he's produced okay he's roman is down in this basement he's with um one of the other casts of stab free again not memorable can't remember who it is the camera cuts to roman on his own looking in this basement yeah and he hears he hears a slight noise behind him and he just he doesn't say what is that or, what, or who is that but he he gives the impression of like someone there is someone looking at me because the missing. camera is fo- the camera is focusing on him but then roman is the killer so if he knows yeah. he's the killer why is he flinching there's no one else around him to catch him flinching to catch him, sorry, to catch him not flinching. If that's he flinch, a good point. Why is he flinching when he already knows himself he is the killer? Yeah, I, I could just, I could just damn down, down the basement just pretending, oh, look, oh, oh, what's that noise? Blah, blah, blah. He is, he's acting like there's someone after him when there's no one around to witness this.
0: It's just that the camera. Is... I've, j- I've never realized that. Yeah. The only reason that's... they have
2: to do that is because first time viewers don't know he's the killer.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't just be like, yeah, just cut that scene out. Because it's... See, that's always the thing. You always get certain scenes like that and you're just sitting there looking at it going, why on earth didn't you just cut that out? It's like, yeah. it makes no sense in the slightest. It didn't. Um, it didn't. Um, the whole scene, the whole film doesn't make much sense in the slightest. So actually, you could have just left it in there. I
2: believe it's probably the lowest IMD, IMDb rated of the the franchise.
0: It's the weakest. I mean, it's the weakest one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, It made more money than Scream 4 in terms of profit, but a lot of people said it's just a terrible... It's the weakest in the franchise.
2: It is. It is. And speaking of uh, weakest in the franchise, I guess we go on to part two of the weakest in the franchise, which... Weakest in the franchise, but better than Scream 3, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One, two, five, four, three. Yes, there we
2: go. I'd say that's it, yeah. So Scream 4. All
0: right, let's go. The final film? Well, not the final film. The what was film the final that, film? Yeah, it was the final, final film. The film that I thought should never have been made because it just didn't need to be made. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I've got I I've got more notes on screen four than I have got on screen three. Okay. But most of them are just when I was watching it, I was like, there's just so many things in this film just didn't make sense. Um okay. not as much not as bad as Scream Three, which really didn't make sense. But I think to be fair, in terms of the plot, they I don't think they could come up with a better plot than the it's the family member. Yeah, um,
2: that felt lazy again. We went yeah, back it to really a family did. member.
0: It was there's a. Re- I mean, the, 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 I mean, my note was literally the plot is Sydney is my cousin. Mm. I hate the fact that she's famous for going through a terrifying ordeal yeah. over the last 11 years, 14 years or whatever. So I'm going to try and kill her so I can be her. That is, you just had, they had no idea what to do. Yeah. I think and... someone somewhere was like, oh, look, they've, they've rebooted Friday the 13th and A Nightmare in Elm Street. Let's get Scream out. They're doing Halloween. Let's, get, let's try and get it out again. And they were yeah. kind of like, uh, yeah, uh, do this. It was kind of um, of that
2: era because Friday the 13th came out in 2009. And I think The yep. Nightmare on Elm Street reboot 2010. was 2010. Halloween
0: was so, doing something at that point in time.
2: Uh, we, well, Rob Zombie. I can't remember the the year for oh, Rob Zombie's yes. remake. Um, but, I mean, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a lot earlier. It was 2003. But this yeah. sort of era, I mean, Scream 4 wasn't a reboot. It's a... Continuation. It's, it's, kind of, it's, a, re, it's a reboot. It's a... It's Reimagining. Recall. It's a recall. It's a recall, yeah. As Mindy recall. would say, it's a recall. Oh, it's a recall. Oh no. Um I I didn't like Emma roberts's performance. That to me was the uh, weakest. And she was she, as as um Sydney's cousin, as the killer. Uh
0: yeah. Sydney she was what was it? Jill? Yeah, Jill. Yeah. Jill Roberts. Um didn't feel believable. Yeah. Again, apart from the legacy characters. Just none of the characters. Uh, well, actually, no. Kirby. I take it back. Kirby. Yes. Was good. Kirby. Yeah. The rest Played of them, yeah. Uh, Hayden like, Yeah. The I rest of them. I never pronounce her last name. Of, yeah, I, I'm looking at it. it's Panatier. Panatier. Yeah. Panajocolor.
2: Panarizon.
0: Panarizon. Yeah. Yeah, she's got one of those names. that's hard to pronounce. Like, what's her name? Like Schursherunen. It's however. I don't know how to. I've I've heard so many people say her first name so many different times, and I'm like. Mm. okay it's one of them it's one of them she's like the female
2: um, uh randy slash mickey the, the horror nerd Kirby, yeah you always has really something is. interesting to say relating to the horror world
0: yeah she was i liked the fact i liked her character yeah because when you first meet her you're kind of like oh she's one of the popular kids yes you know, she's got that appeal but then over the f- course of the film you're like no she's actually just a proper nerd oh, she's a
2: nerd yeah
0: she's she's a cool nerd um, yeah You don't see a lot and she's of... No, you don't. She was this really great in the middle character. You're like, oh, you like. So, obviously, like, nerds be like, oh, I would never, I could never date her. She's one of the popular mm. kids. Mm. But then later on, you're like, oh, no, she's actually a nerd. So, you probably got a shot. Um, which, um, which really cool.
2: the character played by uh, Macaulay Colvin's brother, I can never remember his first yes. name, uh, uh, actually, will... actually gets a shot with her uh, and ends yeah, he up being does, one of the killers he? along with Jill.
0: I mean, that guy's not even in the top cast. So, there you go. Wow, well, that says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> So what have you See, got I, on Scream 4? What have you got? Um, my, I mean, my first note was it's quite dull. Um, yes, that's, it that's is quite a, dull. It's quite a slog to watch, that film. It is. It really is. And I, the first thing that kind of bugged me about this film was the opening scene bugged me. Okay. Because it obviously it does the classic thing. It's like, oh, some, you know, it's, there's, was it two girls? Two girls are home alone. Yeah. They get the phone call. This ghost face and you're like oh, okay here it comes here we go and then they're talking about the rules and I think one of them gets stabbed see this is how dull it is I've only literally watched this yesterday yep. so two days ago and I already cannot remember what happens in this film
2: it, it goes from meta to um, way, It goes twice, way too twice meta. I believe so yeah. it begins with the two girls watching the film which then one of them ends up stabbed. being the film
0: that two girls are watching
2: yep that then ends up being the film that people are watching.
0: Yeah, it's just so many layers of... We're like, going stop. back
2: to screen three of uh, a film within a film within a film within a film. Like, yeah. Too much, too much. But at least it they was, only yeah. do it for the intro.
0: That is true. Luckily, it ends there. I mean, oh yeah, it just, it felt a bit over. I mean, not not obviously the, the intros to the screen films are, you know, iconic. Yeah. They're great. But this one, I was kind of like, yes, yeah, like, oh, who's to kill it? Oh, it's me, stabbed you. Oh look, it's we're watching that film, that stab film. It's, oh, it's me, it's stab you. But there is a great bit of dialogue where I think it's after we're finally out of the third, the loop of these stab films, mm-hmm. and the girl's like, "Wait, this doesn't make any sense." So it's like, is the beginning of Stab Seven actually Stab Six, and it so that that means it's Stab Five, which is actually then Stab Four, and you're like, "Stop it's... talking, please stop talking. You're going to confuse me now."
2: Like I said, thankfully it's the only the intro. Uh, but then yeah, obviously we have to deal, deal with that. the we have to deal with the family um, drama of Jill trying to kill everyone oh
0: god yeah. oh yeah i i thought it was a really funny again it, to be fair it's just they didn't know what i don't think they knew what they were doing plot wise um because her her reason for doing so is literally i hate my cousin so yeah. i'm gonna kill her even though she would have been literally two when the original murders happened so she is a lot younger yeah, than roughly, her older yep. cousin yeah um and i also noticed interestingly enough that the because obviously Jill's Jill and her mum, Kate, are the Roberts. Whereas obviously Sydney is a Prescott. And even the mum does not seem to like Sydney. Um, Kate, even yeah. she's like, I don't like my sister or the, the Prescott side. She's not, not hostile, hostile, but, but you can she's see very a bit dismissive.
2: Of, very very backing off of her a bit.
0: The thing is, I the, the plot, I was sitting there thinking it was kind of funny. Because you would have been two when you're your older sister would have been 18, something like that, at that time. Yeah, we're talking about Screen after, 1. Yeah, because after she... Uh, she probably
2: would have been about 16, 17, Screen
0: 1. 16, 17, it? yeah. Because of being so a high There's an, there's an age, massive age gap there. Yeah. So by the time Jill would have grown up to be old enough to know what was going on, yeah, you'd be like, your, Sydney would have been in her 30s by that time and would have mm. long left. And so it was, even then, you're like, you didn't know your surname's not Prescott, right? So you could be like, oh, I'm not related to her. There you go, problem solved. I get, I'll give it. I really as bad didn't, like this, three, you it really didn't so, like this film, but it was just so. It was just so boring. It, um, it was long.
2: It was very it was long. ass film. I mean, one thing we could talk about, for one thing, um, is they of just talking about how boring and dull the film was. The way the film was shot, um, something I really noticed.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, obviously, comparative to Scream One, Two, Three, shot within four or five years of each other. Yeah. Depending on whenever they started production, ten years later, this one uh, Scream Four comes out. Technology is advanced with cameras and filming and whatnot, but this film felt the way I'm watching it felt like there were there was some sort of shine shine to it, some filter yeah, over the film itself. That it felt like lens flares were aggressively used. It just oh yeah, it felt fake. It didn't. It felt overly modified. The film I, I, hard to describe.
0: At times, I felt because I obviously we watched it on Netflix. Mm there were times when i was watching it going this looks like i've downloaded this from a pirate copy yeah yeah there were it was yeah the filter like you said you're like it doesn't look like it looks like someone's got a a phone up and have recorded Mm. it and has nudged it every now and then and it's gone slightly out of focus
2: there's just something not
0: right about it yeah it didn't work i mean again like character wise we look at the characters i think only kirby sticks out to me no, the agent as well. The agent was quite funny. The agent was interesting only because every time I saw her, Agent she Hits. just reminded me of Gail. Like OG uh, Gail. You, are you talking about Agent oh, Hicks? Um, no, sorry. Sydney's book agent. Um, oh, uh, played by... Alison uh, Brie. Alison Brie, yes. She's I great. I like her. Yeah. Only when I was watching the rest of it today, I was like, she looks really familiar. I was like, oh my god, that's Alison Brie. It's like, yeah. oh, she's, right. she's in it for the money. She's in it for the business deal. Yeah, to, to she, sell. Again,
2: uh, she she wants more, more information, just so she can make money, just like Gail.
0: Yeah, just like Gail. Gail in this is is Gale. Gale is bored in this film. She's bored because yeah. she's moved to Woodsboro. She's obviously she's married Dewey at this point. Yep. Um, she hates it. She absolutely hates Woodsboro because Woodsboro has been boring for the last eleven years. Nothing's happened. She craves um, the uh, the attention. Craves, craves not the attention. Yeah. The the, the, the drama. The drama. The rush. Yeah. yeah. She craves it. Um, and there's a great little back and forth between. Deputy, is it Judy Hicks? Hicks, Deputy Judy Hicks. There's like there's a like a weird, complicated love triangle. Mm. Well, not triangle, probably like a square. Yeah. Between Dewey, Sydney at at one point, Gale and Hicks. So obviously Deputy Hicks has is really fancies Dewey. Yeah. Dewey and Gale seem to be having a bit of a rocky time in their relationship. Um, and there's a moment between Dewey and Sydney that you're kind of like, is there something there? But There's a, there was a big
2: difference with the way Hicks was portrayed in this compared to Five. I felt, yeah, there she was, was actually because she was portrayed as a potential killer in this for quite yeah. a lot. Yeah, and she was, she was kind of like, um, like you said, with the, the the love triangle square, kind of sleazy trying to get with Dewey, you know. Yeah. Whereas in in Five, she's portrayed as the humble mother, the the strong yeah. um, lieutenant or detective, whatever she's cast as in as a policewoman woman. Yeah. It's very different. Well, she's, she's the very, sheriff she, at that point. Is she? So she's actually the yeah. sheriff. Yeah, she's portrayed very different. But I guess that's because yeah. of
0: going Blathered. through all
2: this trauma. Maybe she's more down to earth in in the fifth one. Maybe yeah. this one, she is. Yeah. She, yeah, she she could be the killer. You don't know.
0: I I I must admit, I did laugh. It's the bit where I think Sydney. It's oh, it's when Jill's boyfriend has done the Billy Loomis thing and has crept through the window, and Sydney's opened the door. And it's like okay, it's like. That that really awkward moment, it's just like, are you going to leave or what? I've been here before. Oh, oh, Oh yeah, I'll I'll leave. And Deputy Hicks is just standing in the shadows. Mm -hmm. She comes out, she's like, did I scare you? It's like, if you're standing in the shadows of my house, yes. Yeah, you pretty much did. And she just just stands in the shadows going, yes, yes, it's terrible, isn't it? And just slowly walks down the stairs in the shadows, and I'm like, could you make that any more ominous? Um, There's a
2: point, I think, around that, that time so the killer is in that house with uh, Jill and Sydney. yes and uh, they're attacking them around the house killer is knocked out the floor the two buddy cops um, oh yeah played uh, by Anthony Anderson uh, another actor who was great he was in The Kid Detective great film last
0: year oh wasn't he in, he was in the OC the OC wasn't the OC he? yes no. yeah <laughs> was the OC or
2: um, one of those teen dramas from the early 2000s I think it was the OC um
0: one, yeah, one of those. Oh so, yeah, what are those?
2: The killer is knocked down on the floor by Sydney. Sydney turns away from the killer to the left. I think so. Like, not this means anything. To the left, police walk in, run in, yeah, turn back. In that two, three seconds,
0: seconds, killer's
2: gone. Oh yeah, killer's gone. You there was no hearing of a scuttle
0: like running off. She's gone. How, yeah. How was that? How 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 are How? I know. I I thought that same <laughs> thing when I watched it today. I'm like. You would they would have seen him get up. Yes, because they're looking at the same. Time, at him. She would have heard him get up. Yeah. Um Yeah, it was Perkins and Hoss. That was it. There we go, yeah. Um, they, Brody, they are that
2: brutally it. murdered.
0: Oh I will God, give it that. yeah. He it was, gets um, the
2: knife in the
0: brain. Oh Jesus, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, that, that's a brutal it's, one. He plays it so well. It's the he fact does. that he's got his hand over it and you can just hear him going, Oh uh, uh, and I was like, Oh, can you imagine oh you, I don't really want to well, imagine, I'd rather getting not imagine the brain it, yeah. <laughs> <No>? <laughs> And it's the fact that he's you like obviously this blood is spurring everywhere and then his eyesight goes and yeah. then you see like everything just failing him and you're like that is literally we're watching your brain shutting down. As yeah, on as you. it goes, yeah. Um and I thought I thought actually that's quite a chilling scene because Everybody's. you just have ghostface standing there. That's quite sadistic, actually. That for ghost faces, that's really sadistic. Because most of them, they they stab you over and over and over again till you're dead. Yeah. But this one's just like I've just stabbed your brain. I'm just gonna watch you die and just watch bleed out, you suffer, and watch your yeah. brain shut down. Um. Oh God, yeah, that was horrible. That one. Oh. That death. I, I think I even grabbed my head when that happened. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now that Sorry. death must have been caused by um, the Colken
0: uh, uh. Oh, Rory Colgan. Yeah. Because oh Charlie... I don't think
2: Jill would have been able to do that.
0: No, cuz Jill, t- Jill was in the house. Jill was in the house at the time, wasn't she? Yeah. So it had to um, Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing we slightly touched on in our Scream 5 thing was the fact that I mean again, it's this weird thing. I don't know if it's meta or not, but it's the fact that especially in the re- the more recent films with uh, 4 and 5 two of the killers uh Audrey uh, it was uh, a young girl uh, Amber Amber, not Audrey. Amber um, Amber yeah. Richie. Amber Richie. So Amber and Jill are yeah. only about, the actors are only about five foot three, something like that. Yeah, that's it. And yet the ghost face is always six foot and above. It's, it's very noticeable in this because Anthony Anderson is, is a tall lad. He's a big boy. And Ghostface in this is taller than him. Yeah. And so again, you're kind of like, well, there is no way that's Jill. But to be fair, there's no way that's Rory because even he's not that tall. Well, if you actually
2: look on the IMDb, there is a credit for Ghostface. There is, isn't there? Yeah. The actor who's played Ghostface, I don't know how tall he is, but... Dane Farwell. Surely you should cast it as the characters. It would then give the audience a little bit more like, hang on a minute, this Ghostface we've just seen in this scene compared to 10 minutes ago is a different height. Hang on a minute, what's going on here? You know, I mean, it, it maybe gives it away a bit too much, like how... We're it probably would, but do, yeah. I feel like it would be better rather than keeping it the same height and us going, "Hang on a minute, that doesn't make sense." At least give the audience something to think about. Whereas, "Hang on, that's she short though, she or he?" This ghost face is shorter. Maybe there's two. It keeps the audience guessing, keeps them wondering, rather than going, "Hang on, that doesn't make
0: sense." So I take it back. Oh, so Dean oh, oh, for Yeah, well, maybe. So Dane Farwell is six foot one, the guy who plays Ghostface in Screen 4. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, Jill Roberts is actually five foot eight. So she's actually taller than me. Um, Yeah, by about two foot. Yeah, yeah, by about two foot. I'm only (laughs) one foot tall. Um, How tall is Rory Culkin? Oh, he's five foot six. So she's actually taller than him. So So they're actually
2: both quite small. They're actually in in here.
0: So they're actually both quite small. Um, but again, that, that could be just this that funny thing they did where they're like, the killer is always stupidly tall. Stu I mean,
2: was, and Mickey.
0: Yeah, that's true, actually. Yep. Stu, Stu and Mickey or, were Stu probably the really tallest tall. ones.
2: Billy and, uh, Billy and Mrs. Loomis, probably a bit smaller. And the same with um, yeah, probably, Roman. Uh, Roman uh, Jack wasn't Wade. that tall.
0: Jack Quaid is a tall lad. He's six foot, I think he's six foot something. No, he's five foot 10, five foot 11. Even then, that's still pretty tall. Jack Wade, he played Richie in. Screen oh, 5. okay. Sorry, I wasn't sure. That the, uh, the I think to be fair, him. I think Stu is probably the tallest one we've had. I would Lillard. say he is. Yeah, but I, is. Think, I think
2: you could have given the audience oh,
0: yeah. a little bit more
2: credit in trying to work out who it is with with the actors themselves playing Ghostface.
0: Yeah, I think it would have been interesting to have a Ghostface that you could see was like, oh, they're short, they're shorter, so yeah. it's like, so it could be one of the shorter ones. The short, the short ones, the smaller um, characters on the screen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you could have been like, oh, could that have been Kirby? Could that yeah. be something like that to give it like flavour, as you say? Um, Matthew Lillard is friggin' tall. I've just noticed. Oh, yeah. um, how tall are you, by the way? I am six foot three. Okay, he's taller than you. Really? He's six foot three and a half. He's almost oh, six. Oh, well, come on now, come
2: on now. That's a... you're, I mean, That's basically... come
0: on. Every time we meet up, you're, I'm like, oh, you're right up there. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but six foot three to six foot three and a half. It's basically the same thing. I've just got to oh, spike my I hair have. up.
0: There we go. But either way, he's the <laughs> tallest one we've ever had. Yeah, without doubt.
2: Without um, doubt. You just mentioned we mentioned about how this film is a slog and it is a slog. Yeah, it, it is quite a slog. It feels like it should have ended before the hospital scene at the end. Well, everything, everything, everything the, the reveal everything happens with Jill, with Jill being revealed as the killer. She Jillian, then tries Charlie. to inj- injure herself and make it look like yep. she's the innocent victim. Classic. Then they go she to the hospital. She goes to the ho- yeah Sydney gets stabbed in the yeah. in the gut.
0: Oh yeah, and she still a proper, survives that. almost kill shot.
2: Now with the hospital scene at the end, Jill gets revealed to reveal to her that Sydney's still alive, and she's like, "Shit, I got to finish this."
0: Yeah,
2: and she goes, she goes on a rampage again. No one in the hos- hospital apparently. No one there. Yep, no nope. kill Sydney. To- this really annoyed me. Uh, great, Sydney puts up a fight, but she got stabbed in the gut. Yeah, big time. Not the not no more than two hours, an hour an hour ago maybe. Oh yeah, and she's putting up one hell of a fight against Jill.
0: Yeah, I mean, I most times you probably wouldn't even be out of surgery at that point. No, because you think no. about it, you've taken a knife to the gut, so that thing's probably ripped your intestines apart. Um, nothing would have healed. <laughs> oh no, yeah, you would literally sit up. You are like, ah, my stitches are ripped. Oh dear. Um. I did like Jill's death. I
2: felt that was quite... That was very Scream-esque. It was kind of goofy. Again. So um, Judy Does Hicks she runs shot in. or something? No. Judy Hicks runs in. Uh, they're all in this, this, this hospital bedroom. Uh, yeah. There's, she, uh, Jill has knocked Dewey out because it's Dewey. Gail runs in with Judy Hicks. Um, Jill has them at gunpoint. Sydney is on okay. the floor behind her. Sydney charges up the defibrillator comes up oh. behind her, paddles to the side of the head, uh, cheesy quote I can't remember what it is, and shocks <sighs> her, kills her.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that cool. actually that was very
2: scream esque. I felt.
0: Yeah, that's a good ending. I, that's a good. That's a clever. End. That's probably because I haven't even watched the ending yet.
2: But that's it felt
0: why. it felt twenty minutes too late. I did like the I did like a bit by Kirby actually. Um, it's uh, they're obviously within this film. They're obviously it's an it's like a anniversary of um, the original Woodsboro killings. Yep. And of course they're like, oh we're gonna have a stab-a-thon Which of course brings it back to what you said earlier yes, where they're putting stab-a-thon. ghost faces up around town. Yep, Um we're gonna uh, and that was one of my notes I sat there was like there's literally there's a there's a ghost face killer there's act that is actively roaming around your town and of course the teens do what the teens do it's like let's have a massive party. People are gonna turn up dressed as ghost face, including potentially the ghost face killer
2: because it's an easy way for him to get in or her the killer
0: yeah, yeah. and i sat there going these people what are, are they just thinking idiots. they're what really are they just thinking? stupid yeah. yeah but again it it, it it was great because it showed gail going back to her money attention like yeah. thing because she puts the cameras all around the party yeah. and then goes sits in a van it's like right i just gotta wait for the killing to start
2: she's craving it craving it yeah absolutely um, she's
0: where's craving it yeah she's worth craving it exactly <laughs> oh dear they're glorifying
2: um, it they they just love to glorify yeah. in this universe they love to glorify a serial killer that has occurred yeah.
0: on many occasions even when it's apparent that that serial killer is around they still like yeah, yeah. Ghostface. face if if i was in that town a i would have moved out years ago um but the second they're like oh yeah there's a it's happening again i would literally be like right i'm in the car i'm off um yeah. and i would just move but again i i bring back to what i said in screen three which was jill's only motivation is she just wants sydney dead yeah yeah there's there's not like, much to it no and i was like then just kill sydney yeah just make up a do like some weird appearances as a ghost face like around yep. town and then send a call to sydney and be like i've got your cousin jill she's at your house don't bring the cop blah, blah. get sydney over there and be like oh hey it was me Stab her and then just harm yourself and be like, oh, look, I survived. If only, eh? So then, if only. Yeah, the, I mean, the plot would have been about 10 minutes long at that point. <laughs> hey, it um, hey, so would, yeah. would have been a lot quicker film than we got. It was after the party happens. And obviously, the, the party's interrupted because Ghostface does turn up and he stabs Jill at that point. Yep. Uh, not Jill, sorry. He stabs Gail at that point. And they're back at Kirby's house. And at this point in time, when I saw the party, I'm like, great, it's the party scene. We're nearly at the end of the film. And then I went to pause it and I was like, I still have about an hour left of this film. <laughs> I and I was like, okay. And there's a great line from Kirby, which she sits and goes, oh yeah. It goes, traditionally, the third act is the party yeah. where the film starts to end. And they sat there and went, but we've had the party. And she went, I know. So it's different this time, so isn't it? So what's happening now? That is a that is a Randy moment right there. Because yep. she sitting and goes, these are the rules, but they are slightly different. Um. Although at that point in time, everything then descends the chaos, and you're like, no, it's now the house scene. She's the female just, Randy of the film. It's a female Randy, and it was like, they haven't actually changed the rules. They just, they've just they dragged out that final Act 3 party bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, this, like we said,
2: uh, we can both agree if we did a tier list, this would be at the bottom.
0: Yes. No, so, sorry, sorry. Scream no, three, 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 3 would be at the bottom. No, the bottom
2: 4, um, then 4. In fourth yeah. place, ironically, um, <laughs> then five, then two, then one, and I think that's yeah. a fair tier list of the franchise um, as a
0: whole. Yeah, I, I think so. I I remember what the little trivia I had for you. You oh, mentioned yeah. part of it earlier, actually. Um, the plot that we got for Screen Four was actually a rewrite because this wasn't oh, yeah. supposed to be the plot of Screen Four. Okay. So the original plot of Screen Four, and they actually started making it was they brought back Stu. So they got yep. in touch with Matthew Lillard and said, Your character is alive and he's coming back for Screen 4. So Stu is gonna was going to be in prison. Mm. And he was the mastermind behind a series of attacks by, as I think they called it, Ghostface. faced uh, what's that cult word? Um fanatics, that was it. Yep. Ghostface fanatics who were start who were going around Woodsboro High School and terrorizing the high school, which then brought back Dewey, Gale, and Sydney to try and mm-hmm. stop it. And he was the mastermind behind all of it. But they scrapped it because literally as soon as they started making this film,
2: there was Notable. a high school, high
0: school killings, yeah. tragedy that literally happened at the same time. And they went, okay, scrap that. Don't make that film. Mm. And they had to rewrite the entire thing again. But because of the fact that they started it with Matthew Lillard again, people were like, so Stu is alive then, isn't he? He's alive somewhere in the world, which I think hopefully means they'll bring him back for Scream Six.
2: I think we can both agree on that sentiment that I think Stu oh, would yeah. be a great return oh, to the, be the so good. Stu's character would be a great return to the franchise. And I think we could both agree as well that we could end on Scream 5, fine. But if they did yeah. a Scream Six, which they are going to do because they greened it, yeah. I could end on the Scream Six. I could yeah, end with that. You end if, if it's done. If it's if it's written well, like Screen Five, if it's done well, like Screen Five, we can end on that. Two trilogies yeah. linking together. We don't need to keep going from that. No. Um, Although we I could, because then we got more to talk about in future
0: podcasts. Yeah, let's do. We could keep. <laughs> we can go with the podcasts. Uh, we could go with the Screen podcast episodes. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I mean, over as a whole, looking at the franchise, it it was unique to itself because it it helped bring back the slasher franchises. Without doubt, without a doubt, and then it fell victim to the curse of slasher franchises, where it got boring and tired. And then it, it's all the and to be fair, it has actually broken the the remake because the current trend of this reboot remake thing that's going on. And to be fair, we've seen the Halloween one and we thought it was terrible. And I of all the I think of all the remakes, the Freddy, uh, oh, sorry, Freddy Friday nightmare halloween texas chainsaw massacre which comes out next week in a i don't want to weeks. talk about that yeah i know you don't but we have to <laughs> um it's probably the only one alongside the chucky tv series that's actually been good rather than us watching it going oh what on earth happened
2: and that's a small number of uh i mm. think of, of, of franchises that have done it right do you know what else this film is um is responsible for which film? Scream Four. Scream, yeah. Wait, Scream. Are you talking Scream Four, or the franchise?
0: Oh, uh, so the the initial film. Oh, it was, go, go it was quite it. famous for. What? It was famous because after the film came, well, during the filming, um they wouldn't the they didn't actually have Roger L. Jackson on the set, so he literally just called the actresses and the actors and just talked to them as Ghostface, to the point where it spooked the crew enough, and the police got involved because they want they didn't actually know if there was a killer. So the police kept turning up and interviewing everyone. And after the film came out, they saw a massive rise in caller ID technology. Because people got so paranoid. (laughs) They said, I need caller ID. Poor Roger Jackson. Poor guy and
2: his voice. will forever be known. He's ringing up up, I want to order a pizza.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What's your favourite pizza topping? What's your favourite pizza? Oh,
2: I think mean, that's a pretty fair rundown of the franchise. We could have gone into the plots, which we probably yeah. will do in the future episodes. But I think we can put the scream franchise to bed for a while.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's yeah. There's no need to cover it. I mean, we may we have. i going to go into too much depth there. Well,
2: next episode, I think we can we we'll, can we'll get to it. We we'll be looking at the Ghostface himself.
0: Yes, and the, kids. Yes, the killers but themselves.
2: We're not. We, I think we're pretty much done with diving into the franchise as a whole yeah think uh, it's time to move on to move on to mm. um someone someone slightly bigger than ghostface bigger and somewhat better in one film the rest were trash but we'll get to that we'll we'll get to that in the uh the throughout the week advertising and stuff
0: but then, yeah he he's he was famous in a well actually he's probably in one of the most influential horror films if you think about it i think especially of the mod the modern slasher films
2: yep yeah but until then um i think that's pretty good i think, we're, I yeah. think we've, we've we've had a good uh good good
0: franchise rundown
2: yeah so where can they survived. find us
0: where can they find us you can find me on soul uh tainted souls um just type that in you'll find a nice little picture of a ghost and that's me on all the social medias pretty much yeah i Is believe there? you yeah. are souls on tainted medias. on twitter well yeah true but if you type in tainted souls it brings up it does indeed myself does, yeah. you can
2: find myself we we are i forgot to mention we are again um just small twitch streamers Yep. Um, we just started the horror podcast we hope you're enjoying it but you can find myself on Twitch at Gaming Grindhouse on YouTube That's at right. Gaming Grindhouse and on Twitter at Tom Grindhouse but this podcast you're listening to if you're listening to it on Spotify or wherever you can find it on other services such mm. as Podbean Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts and Amazon Music all by searching The Dreadcast Ooh. and you can also find these video versions of the podcast on our significant uh, individual YouTube channels again Gaming Grindhouse and Tainted Souls Tainted Souls so there's lots of places you can find this podcast if um, yeah. you want to listen to it in elsewhere well I think for now well, it's time to go do some more research do do yeah. our homework right, for the next, next podcast
0: oh it's going to be fun